Welcome to the Stripped Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether ripe or past their prime, from shoebox to lovers in a dangerous time, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. This is my co-host Evan. What a maroon! Oh yeah, maybe you should oh, actually no, I should what I should okay, here's what I'm gonna do. You're gonna introduce me, number one. <laughs> Uh, that's Saker, and he's full of hate. <laughs> oh, oh, like this song. Ah, see what I did there? Like this song we're going to do. I think I finally do. figured something out. I'm just going to say a line from the song. Uh, an unattributed <laughs> clause from the song. That's the not- Santa Claus. Oh, Tim Allen. Good movie. Mm. How many of those did they make? Three? I don't know. They made some without him, though, in it, didn't really? they? Really? Yeah, because he like, he, like, did three, I think. And then they switched it to somebody else for, like, the direct-to-video sequels. I thought he was in... I thought there was only three. Boy, you know what? I haven't seen any of them. I was I was too old when they came out. I didn't see them in theaters. Did you Did you ever see any of the Air Bud movies? <laughs> no, I did not see an Air Bud. Dude, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Neither have I. But, <laughs> um, but the Air Bud movies have spawned... Did you know there's, like... Something like 40 movies in the Airbud franchise. Uh, it seems like... I mean, it's, it's all starring the same dog, right? Well, ostensibly. I think it's the same mm-hmm. character. Well, no, actually. Because there's the Airbud movies, and mm-hmm. they spun off into the Air Buddy movies, uh-huh. which are with, like, puppies. But then the Air Buddies oh. movies had their own spinoff, but they're all considered the same, like, thing. The Air Bud like, universe? Like the Air Bud extended universe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And then there's, like, Snow Buddies, which is, like, Christmas time. And then there's, like... But it's all, like, it's lost all meaning. It's a remix of a remix of... So, like, Snow Buddies <laughs> means nothing if you don't understand Air Bud. It's, like, it used to be a pun, and now it's just meaningless like garbage. What do you think the director of Air Bud 42 feels <laughs> like when he gets that call from the producer? Hey, man! Hey! You're not doing anything, like, next weekend, right? <laughs> no. Y- you know I just lost my job at the Pets Mart. <laughs> No, and he's like, crank out another one of those. Guess what? Hey, do you want to do? Do you want to do another Airbud? Come on, man! I don't want to be defined by Airbud. I just did like six speedballs and got this great idea for an Airbuddy's movie. It's he's playing ping pong, ping pong with the dog. Okay, like 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 one of those Korean, like the Chinese champions. Yeah, sure. He goes to China. I don't give a shit. You write it. I just came up with the idea, buddy. Okay, and same same deal as always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, cash in advance. Yep. I don't care how good it turns out. <laughs> we'll throw it on Netflix. Somebody will watch it. Yeah, I get to keep the briefcase this time, though, right? <laughs> Fine. I don't want to have to carry. I don't want to go walking through the streets of LA carrying just handfuls of loose cash like you gave me last time. <laughs> that was not cool. Hey, here's my problem. Do you have Chase? No, you don't have Chase as your banking thing. No, I understand. You have moral. Uh, uh, we have this. Are we, are we still in character? Or are we? No, no, no. Okay. We're off because I wanted to say something about Chase. Okay. Which is. Uh, I, I, I understand your, your moral, uh, uh, holdoffs from mm-hmm. Chase. I like Chase. It lets me deposit checks by phone. I can take a picture of the check oh, yeah. and deposit it, they're which is huge, cool. They're a huge bank and they have lots of bells and whistles. They also hold up lend money to companies <laughs> that imprison and torture children. Okay. Listen, I will change, but here's what I want. Actually, I will definitely change if Chase does not implement this in the next Week. Yeah, I mean, I wrote I wrote a letter to them, and they said, "You're." Someone called me on the phone to tell me that my letter is being referred to management. Oh, like, uh, like that doesn't fucking matter. But you but know, here's what I want to be chase. nice if they stop lending money to evils. Evils within the next week, I want Chase to have a system where instead of just checks, 
Mm-hmm. I want to be able to deposit cash by phone, by picture. <laughs> so, like, I'll promise to tear it up and throw it away. But, like, I want to be able to put it into my account. Because I don't want to drive up. Like, my friend gave me $200 for, like, a gig that I was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to have to go to Chase and put $200. I don't like, want to just take a picture You need, like, a cigarette lighter attachment for your phone. You know, like, uh-huh. remember those old cigarette lighters? that are, They still have those, don't they? Like, in the cigarettes? In cars? Yeah. Like, the older... I, that's It's so weird to me. Because I remember driving around with my friend as a kid and his like fucking party trick yeah was to push the cigarette no. lighter in and then take it out no. burning hot and hold it really close to your face ah! oh was, hold it close yeah he wouldn't like burn you oh. with it. i mean he wasn't a i wouldn't he wouldn't i wouldn't call him a friend if someone was burning me with cigarette I, no lighters. I, for some reason in my head you were gonna say he puts it on his tongue and oh, just like, that's his Christ. party trick what a horrifying <laughs> thing no i was just i just uh, i can't believe they still have cigarette lighters in yeah. cars i guess a lot of people still smoke yeah it's uh, yeah i don't know yeah, I think most people vape now, right? Yeah, I'm not around people who smoke, so I don't really, I can't, I don't have any uh, idea of. Yeah, here's an apocryphal story from the internet give a million years ago. Give it to me. Speaking of holding lighters against your mm-hmm. tongue, uh, some dude was at a, a Halloween party and he got super drunk mm-hmm. and he was just like, you know, wandering around a party and he was like, oh, I'm gonna put some ice in my mouth and he pops a piece of ice in his mouth and then like it, it, it kind of like you know he's so drunk that apparently he doesn't feel anything but it was dry ice and the next day his tongue was like covered in blisters oh. and like anyway been a good lady yeah we used to <laughs> we used to do that really shitty ice trick when I was a kid at camp did you ever do that no where you'd be like okay you want to join the secret society well you gotta get branded and so what you do is you like oh salt no oh. you take you take somebody and you make them take off their shirt or whatever or like reveal any amount of skin uh-huh. that they want to and then you put them by a fire like uh-huh. pretty close you're like okay we're close your eyes we're lighted we're gonna heat up the branding iron right now <laughs> and you just put the branding iron in the fire and yeah. because they're back to the fire they feel the heat yeah and then you just touch ice to their back yeah, yeah. and it feels like <laughs> like because you, you, your body can't make the sure. distinction that quickly so it feels like they were burning yeah so interesting. that's a kind of shitty trick camp trick that we did you know nowadays I, I mean kids i, I as a teacher I, I know maybe one or two people we did it to is actually listening to this podcast because i know people i went to camp really with. yeah we're actually <laughs> it's listening to this amazing podcast. what's up dave um but uh uh kids today no dave your buddy who uh Gra- who you went to camp with grable who's listening dave grable dable grable um good boy one of the things they do is they'll put salt on their arm and then they'll put a piece of ice on mm-hmm. the salt i guess oh, salt lowers the, the freezing point right. and so it'll like just burn yeah. and like all these challenges I sound like an 80-year-old. That sounds terrible. But those challenges that kid do or kids do are so fucking dumb. Yeah. I want. Uh, what's the extreme? Where do you think they're going in the there future? Was like the, there was like the cinnamon challenge where you'd eat like a spoonful of cinnamon yeah. or something. And, and you, you would cough it all out yeah. because it's physically impossible. It, I want the pluck it. out it's your... It's really easy. Pluck out your eyelids challenge. Uh, oh. What are those called? No, the hairs on your eyelid. Eyelashes? Eyelashes. No eyelash challenge. That's why you keep me around. <laughs> That's right. For that word, eyelashes. Speaking of no eyelashes. Let's talk about this week's song. <laughs> This week's song is Little Tiny Song, and if you've never heard of it, here it is. Hey, I'm a cow full of 
watch me now I'm on your plane That's in the its, whole song In its entirety Yeah, you listened to the whole Ding Dong song uh, So, Evan, give me some thoughts about this song So my question to you is, uh-huh. should this be on the album? No, absolutely not. Well, it shouldn't be on this album. It shouldn't be a B-side. It shouldn't have been recorded. There's no reason. I didn't think it was a bad song. It's just, like, if this if this is the type of music that Andy Cregan wants to produce, yeah. I can see why he left the band. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, if this is... Although, have you ever listened to a Brothers Cregan album? No. It, they're not bad. They're they're much more serious than uh, okay. I think. But well, that's they're fine. yeah, they're fun. But I mean, you know but what? He's, like he's just he's just tinkling on the piano, just spouting some doodads. Who is this for? Uh, well, I uh, I was when I was uh, doing research on this song. Yeah. My desultory research as always. I found a 1997 interview on a GeoCities archive no. with Andy Cregan oh, about uh, this song, and then real? and then cows, chickens, and pigs. His other the other song that he did about animals. What well, what did he say about this song? Well. The interviewer, Jennifer, no uh-huh. last name, unattributed, because <laughs> it's like a GeoCities archive <laughs> with like, it was like electric blue font on a dark blue background. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like a MIDI file playing. Uh, yeah. So she says, in Cows, Chickens, and Pigs and Little Tiny Song, do they refer to your standpoint on vegetarianism? Oh. And he said, uh, sort of. Cows, Chickens, and Pigs <laughs> doesn't really follow any of my personal beliefs I have right now. It was an attempt of explaining things at the time, you know? It's kind of a neat song. What? It's more than a thought. It's not necessarily a belief. <laughs> it's a thought, you know? It's kind of a monitor over this weird music thing. It goes on. It goes over a while. Was he high as but fuck? I tend to be a vegetarian, but I don't really connect to it out of that song. I was trying to imagine the life of a cow. I was down on a farm talking, taking these things and trying to give them life. But I guess they sort of do, but not really. That was his response. <laughs> So meaningless, even to the creator. Yeah, he's like, I guess vegetarianism, but not really. Uh, that's that. So, like, <laughs> I just maybe pictured. And I was a like, cow. I'm like, how old is he at this time? And he's like, tw- he's like probably in his mid late twenties. Ninety seven. Yeah. So because yeah. he was, they're they all born in like yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the early seventies. I don't know if he's fuck, younger or Andy? older. Yeah, I don't know. I he just wasn't articulate at the time, or and I, I it had to have been transcribed because you wouldn't type out an answer like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I hope he didn't. That would be amazing, though. I, uh, uh, I don't know. It's just, uh... <laughs> you know, um... Oh, my God. But, but yeah, I, I thought it was, like, about vegetarianism. I mean, the song's basically about how pissed off a cow is to be eaten. Yeah. And, I mean, that that sucks, right? Yeah. I wouldn't want it. I, I guess if I were going to be killed anyway, I'd want something to happen to my body. Like, I'd like to be eaten or, like, something good to come out of my death. Yeah. So, I mean... I wouldn't let me let me say I wouldn't be happy to be killed. Okay. Or slaughtered for well, that. Well you matter. wouldn't be sentient, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well cows are sapient. I mean they, they make decisions and like I never I never hundred percent clear on the difference between sapience and sentience. They make decisions based on a lizard brain. They well, don't make also, the decisions. No, they're also cows are actually pretty smart. Are they? I, I thought mean, pigs I, were the smart ones. Cow, both cows and pigs are pretty oh, smart and curious. Okay. Yeah. Like I uh, worked summers at my family's dairy farm uh-huh. as a kid. And, uh, yeah, the cows are pretty smart. Like, they would they would investigate, like, new things in their field. Really? Like, yeah, yeah. They're actually okay. not dumb, as dumb as people think. So hmm. that's kind of sad. But it was a dairy farm, so we didn't kill and eat them. But, I mean, dairy farms are unethical in a different way, okay. I suppose. <laughs> I, mean, we didn't, I mean, we treated them well for cows. Right, right. Like, but they're still cows. Like, you know, you're not going to process, like, 300 cows a day. Yeah. 
with you know super duper humane yeah oh of course and, and we were i mean we didn't let them like okay suffer or anything but but the song isn't about vegetarianism so it well, doesn't matter it is you know or kind, is, of. You know, kind, of, kind yeah. of so this song is for no one about nothing so why the fuck is it on this album? maybe that's the point what why you're looking at me as if you've said something mm. so wise maybe, and deep. <laughs> maybe, Saker, if you look within your heart, you'll find the answer. No. You'll find it was inside you all along. Explain. Maybe you just uh, need to oh, be Jesus Christ. a vegetarian to understand. Okay, so that's... I but mean, Andy like, was a vegetarian and he didn't understand. Well, he wasn't. A, he kind of leaned towards it is what <laughs> yeah. he said. I mean, I, I can totally sympathize with that. Like, vegetarianism is a ethically and morally superior way to live your life yeah. but at the same time i'm too weak-willed to actually make it stick yeah. so i try and i mean i eat vegetarian three or four days a week and i'm Do not you really yeah i try to really yeah i don't turn my nose up at meat but you know it's just when i can i try I, yeah. I, I try to cut down my meat consumption and again Be- i'm not trying to like come from a place of sure high and mightiness i'm over your house a lot i don't think i've ever eaten a vegetarian meal well, at your I house don't for make, friends you yeah don't. i don't i usually like when i'm cooking for for my partner and i we we eat like tofu, tofu? Or, or, yeah oh boy like that. that's true your little boy was eating tofu mm-hmm. yesterday he loves a tofu hey speaking of your little boy did you play this song for him no why would i do it's that it's a cute little song it's like eight seconds long it take me more set more <laughs> <laughs> the cost benefit analysis to this for me i just wonder if maybe this song was for children who was this song for <laughs> well uh so if we're looking at Andy, uh, do you think Andy, well, we know that Jim's the master vampire, right? <laughs> right. He's the sire. So what's Andy's relationship to him? Do you think they were both, Ooh, they were good both cue. vamped, they were both vamped by that. Well, obviously like there's a, I mean, Andy's not Kane. I don't think they're brothers. They're, they're vampire brothers. So they had the same vampire yes, sire. Exactly. Okay. So, and then everyone else is considered Jim's son. And except for Kevin, of course, who was their who ghoul. Was ghoul. Yeah. yeah. So, so Andy is a, a similar bloodline but not the exact same I as think Jim. he's probably the same generation mm. he just was sire or he was he was uh, made a vampire later than Jim so Jim has okay. kind of superiority over him okay so maybe this is a song from a vampire's perspective thinking of humans as cattle hey I'm a cow I'm curious I'm curious about vampires I'm a yeah I'm a vamp I'm a human I, who's into crypto stuff, stuff. okay yeah. hey, hey watch, watch me now, now. I'm furious because a vampire has just killed my friend <laughs> hey watch me now I'm full of hate then you become a hunter like smash mouth hey watch me now I'm on, I'm on your, your plate. plate there we go vampire's gonna eat you buddy wow vampires always win in the end vampires always that's win my, that's my vamp read of this wow. song okay I think it's good what's your full house read oh okay um, <laughs> this is actually one. yeah this I was actually I was actually gonna go more to fuller house oh sure uh, because DJ's son Max is actually a vegetarian or it's like a his like his liberal leadings are actually a, a character arc for him I and hate- I actually found uh, this is great I found a review. I, I can of this. guarantee it's not great. Whatever you're oh, about to say, it's fucking amazing. I found a uh, review of this on like a right wing website. A review Some, of this song. A, a review House. of this song. Fuller House. Okay. Complaining about the kid <laughs> who's a vegetarian and like shoehorning social justice into oh, Full House. Christ. But she said uh, so. Max asked DJ in one of the episodes, "What's the point of anything if we're all doomed?" And DJ and wow. um, her her read was. That's right. An eight-year-old is feeling hopeless about the world thanks to the liberal agenda promoted in his classroom. Good Lord. Yeah. So he basically like 
the, he gets a summer project uh, for to like it's like one kid save the world or something. You have to pick like a some sort of threat to the planet, like carbon dioxide right. or you know sustainable agriculture right, right. or something, and then just do a little kid project on it. Okay, and that's like a, one of his car- character arcs. Like he tries to raise like backyard chickens. Okay, a fun little you know not not a big deal. This woman was in. Same <laughs> about this episode specifically. About yeah, just okay. she's like I can't believe they are spoon feeding <laughs> like left wing propaganda. <clears throat> what a delight! Yeah, and like so, her complaint I think was that she doesn't want sustainable agriculture. Okay, because <laughs> she was like backyard chickens. That's kind of an overreach for a third grader, isn't it? <laughs> so Jesus Christ. So um, yeah, it's. Basically, I, I I read that uh on the right wing website. No. Okay, all right, interesting. I uh, Karen Townsend was her name. Oh, very good, it, yeah. Karen. If you're so, listening, that's uh, we're doffing our hat to you today. You for your are read a of very House. bad person. You are this week's bare, bare naked, naked baddie. <laughs> we were so close. <laughs> uh, okay, you're this week's bare naked baddie. <laughs> I like well, we, that. we should start. That'll be a new. Uh, okay, who do we hate this week? <laughs> who do we hate this, this week? week? Karen Townsend. <laughs> we're calling you out. You need to figure out something better to do with your time <laughs> than screech about Full House episodes. Hey, uh, was there any part of this song? You know what? Okay, I did not like this song. I don't think it belongs here. I don't know who it's for. If you take it apart, component by component, I love this song. Like the piano is a lot. It's it's yeah, a great little jazz. Yeah. Andy's voice is very nice. Mm-hmm. He's got a great voice. I kind of wish we would have heard him more. Um, that that anemic like like right way through the song is well that's actually like that's a kawika it's a kawika I found out when I did a little research yes it's credited um but and I thought his... it was like an organ like oh. <laughs> it just kind of reminded me of like a Randy Newman song it was just like tinkling away on the piano and singing about stuff that he sees yeah oh basically yeah. Uh, and I really love one of my favorite parts of this song is his very hey I'm a cow I'm on your plate like his very <laughs> voiced T at the end of this song like he's closing the door on this cow just like t- like you can hear it lock um, yeah like it's a good song all the components are great mm-hmm. it just turns out shitty in the end because it's so meaningless and useless and dumb if you if you had excised this from the album. An album should be like streamlined, boom, 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 boom. We're done. Like we're hitting all the points we want to hit. This models a thesis. So this... why do you think it was placed on the album? Great question. Because I feel like on the rest of this album, they're trying to be serious. They're going back like we mm-hmm. need to be a serious band now. We're gonna, we gotta mm-hmm. we gotta get for real. And then they put the fucking like little tiny song. Well, also, maybe that was a okay. Think about it this way because we know that they were recording in like a big industrial studio. Yeah. And like they, it was overproduced, overfunded. Like they felt kind of trapped. Maybe this was like a little nod of rebellion from the mm, bare naked boys. Could be. They were like, you know what? Fuck you. We're singing about macaroni. <laughs> we're singing about cows. Could be. Here's my other question. Do you think in Canada adjectives are placed differently? Because every bone in my body always wants to say tiny little song. Yeah. Because it makes more sense, right? Yeah. Like. Well, maybe. This isn't the only time they do this. On the next album, we're going to encounter a song called Straw Hat and old dirty hank should be dirty old hank right maybe yeah because there is a there i remember reading yes an article it's about like that. color size like there's a, a rundown and that's of, it's that's american grammar though so i don't know if it's necessarily the same in different english speaking right i wonder places. it's interesting what's uh I don't tiny know. song little tiny song <laughs> little i want noun first in other languages that makes more sense yeah. i wish we would have had song little tiny <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, little, little tiny is, I mean, they, they're both the same thing, but... Yeah, well... Well, degrees of the same thing. Yeah, 
I think I tiny like, is smaller than little. I think I feel like tiny modif no modify song obviously. But I mean, little tiny is a construction that we use a lot. Little tiny? Yeah. No, tiny little is what we would say. Tiny little song. Tiny little song. It's just know, a little tiny thing to say about you. A tiny no. little thing. No. They, 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 they're no. in my mind. No, you're wrong, listeners out there. <laughs> if you would say little tiny, hashtag little tiny, tiny phrase. Little tiny. <laughs> is funny little tiny is funny if you're the kind of person who says tiny little say tiny little i guess sk- skittles <laughs> tiny little eating skittles <laughs> little tiny just funny or tiny little eating skittles uh yeah those are your two possible hashtags for this episode um does anyone ever actually use the hashtags yeah absolutely we have people saying uh uh people agreed with me on a i can't remember what that hashtag was uh we had people saying they would donate money using uh uh <laughs> For real, I can't remember what that hashtag was either. Woohoo something or other. Woohoo boohoo. People use our hashtags. All right. I don't know. Hey, man, I don't. I wasn't, I wasn't calling you out or anything. All I was right. just curious. All right. I was yep. curious. Hey, you're a cow. I'm a cow. Yeah. <laughs> I am in the mom of a cow. I'm a cow. Anything else to say about this song? Uh, yeah. Hi, yeah, yeah. Let's see if there's anything else I've got here. No. No. Okay. We'll be right back with more. It's all been done. <laughs> Hey, Evan. I'm still alive. You are still alive. I'm impressed to see you made it one more week. One more trip around the sun, as they say. (laughs) Every week's a trip around the sun for me. That's what the Renegade Lady song is about. Is it? Yeah, one week, meaning your birthday. So it's like a spaceship flying around the sun. Um, this spaceship Earth. Yeah, battleship Earth. Battlefield ship Earth. Do you think the Renegade Ladies are Scientologists? Uh, Yes. Okay, thank you. (laughs) You know who else is a Scientologist? Oh, God. Lieutenant Carson. Oh, on the ass ship ass? The ass ship? The ass ship. <laughs> he, maybe he's on the ass ship. I don't know. All I know is that he has superpowers, but the top-notch tangler. Wait, he has superpowers? Yeah. He has, like, Scientology superpowers, so yeah. the power to, like, you don't have to sleep. He's clear of all Phaetons. Well, he can hold his breath for six minutes at a time. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a preter, preternatural ability. Tom Cruise can do it. He did it on the set of Mission Impossible. He just held his breath for six minutes? Yeah, because they were filming an underwater scene. He got a couple takes in before he had to come up. Oh, boy. Because he's clear of Phaetons. Is he, though? Yeah. Then why he's... is he still a Scientologist? Aren't you, like, just free then? Well, no. Or can't you, like, be any, anything gonna, you want? If you get out of the church, then you get them all back. <laughs> Going around the world, just traveling and picking well, aren't them up. Like, aren't it's like, like germs. They're creepy. Yeah, it's real creepy. I mean, Thetans are creepy. Thankfully, all like Hubbard souls, is here to keep us clear. The souls of tortured aliens, right? I think so. Like shot out of a volcano or something. Again, yeah. I'm I'm not too familiar with the Church of Scientology. Really? Yeah. Although I don't know, it's. Do you want to do I an episode? The, I use the church very liberal. Church is the liberal word when applied. Do to you Scientology. know downtown? We have a Church of Scientology in yeah. Columbus, yeah. and they're actually moving to a bigger location. They're expanding. Oh, good for them. I know. I'm proud of. Those boys. Yep. All right. Uh, yep. Civil rights abuse. <laughs> I've, I've heard they, they abuse civil rights. Actually, Ona, Ross, and Carrie did a really good uh, like six-part expose on the Church of, Church of Scientology. We I need to have recommend. Ross and or Carrie on our show. I would love that. They are both very smart, and I don't think they shouldn't be on our show. No. <laughs> None of the guests we have should be on our show. <laughs> Can I talk about Lieutenant Carson? Yeah, please. Okay. Well, he He's a Scientologist. Superpowers, but the top-notch tangler doesn't want him to be her sidekick. What gives? Top-notch tangler? Will she back down? Who? Or is she causing irreparable damage to their friendship? Who is she? Find out on the <laughs> September episode of It's All Been Done Radio Hour. It's a live show, Saturday, September 8th at Mad Lab Theater at 5.30 p.m. Tickets are still available at madlab.net slash tickets. Details can be found at it'sallbeendoneradiohour.com.
gmail.com. I don't understand, but who is the woman they were talking about? The top-notch tangler isn't a name, is it? Yeah. It's a title. Well, it's like a superhero name. Right. Oh. The top-notch tangler. The top-notch tingler? It's all been done. And we're back with It's All Been Done. We're back. Right now, we are going to spin that big wheel and try to figure out what our segment is for this episode. So our segment in this episode is going to be... Come on. End it all. If I had a million dollars. Okay. How would the subject of this song spend one million dollars? Okay. This is we... good because they're not human. They can't invest it. Okay, wait. But are we looking at this? The subject is a human hunting vampires or is this a literal cow we're um, talking about? You take it however way you want to take it. I'm going to say it's a cow. Okay, well, you go first with a cow. So, uh, if I put a million dollars in front of a cow, they would eat it. <laughs> so, they probably wouldn't eat it. I think they would eat it. Wouldn't they eat paper? They eat anything. If nope. it's green. Nope. Cows are dumb. Nope. Really? Yeah, they, I don't think they would eat it. They might, but probably not. I oh. mean, it's not grass. Like, they don't. They eat straw and stuff and silage, but they're not going to eat just paper lying around. It's not like I a goat. Think. Like a disgusting piece of shit. If you think goat. a cow would eat paper. No, hashtag, you have to think. You just. Hashtag. <laughs> they, I feel very strongly that they wouldn't eat paper <laughs> hashtag if you think they would eat paper let's get our viewers log we need a bunch of hashtags in this app <laughs> hashtag uh um yum yum the paper <laughs> yum yum the paper you think they wouldn't yum, eat yum paper the papacy oh boy <laughs> just <laughs> just gotta stretch this little tiny episode eh? oh we already got we've got we've got a lot in our back pocket. we do have a lot in the back but, pocket okay so let's assume uh, the cow is sentient mm-hmm and the subject of this song is a sentient cow. It's, a, it's the first cow Ooh. to achieve sentience. Okay. My, uh, my answer changes. And it has a million dollars. Yeah. What, what would you do? Uh, what would it do? He would buy uh, a a suit. He would he would, he would uh, commission a suit of armor. Uh, and I think he would do a suit of armor and a couple chainsaws. Uh, and maybe a shotgun. Uh, and I think he would go on a killing spree. Um, so, like, he's he'd have furious. to have mechanical arms, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah, mechanical hands. Well, how smart least. is this cow? Is this cow a genius, like a, like a super genius? Uh, he's sentient, but he has the intelligence of a third grader. Okay. <laughs> so, what do you think? Well, okay, if he sent you as the intelligence of a third grader, yeah, I'd chainsaw arms okay. or something. <laughs> it's gotta be. <laughs> He'd get some Evil Dead chainsaw arms that you yeah, can just snap right on. Yeah, like a little mechanical arms that it just... The cow would just get killed, though. I mean, it wouldn't. You be think real. so? Not with that armor. He bought nice armor. But you could shoot through armor, buddy. What? That's why we stopped using it. <laughs> really? I mean, you've got. Are you talking about like Kevlar? Maybe he would wear like an exosuit, like a Lex Luthor. I don't think you could. That's a lot of like research and R and D that you're like you're like pushing. I think a million dollars isn't gonna cut it, man. Yeah. This isn't like Elon Musk and SpaceX. But also, he's a third grader. So if somebody said to him, "Yeah, I got that exosuit," and they painted a regular suit so of armor, basically, green, you're gonna say this cow off. is getting ripped off. <laughs> yeah. This cow's an idiot. He's getting ripped off. He's gonna get shot to death. Okay. Suicide so by let police. me uh, let me rephrase it one more time. Okay. <laughs> this cow has achieved sentience, has the intelligence of a third grader, and you are the executor of the cow's like estate. <laughs> so you have to using what the cow wants and like like what it is, you have to somehow you, you and you are positive towards the cow. You uh-huh. are not trying to cheat it, you're not trying to build it, you're trying to act in the cow's best interest. Uh-huh. What are you going to do with the money for the cow? Um statue of itself. <laughs> I think it needs Dude, to have a better... you're never going to be ex- executor of my will. <laughs> I think it needs good self-image or maybe just a big mirror, a million dollar mirror. That makes you look good. Maybe makeup Maybe uh, makeover. <laughs> what? You're laughing at me. This cow needs to understand it has worth. Yeah. I think 
it probably feels bad about the way it looks. Yeah, I was going to think like, you know, buy it a nice farm for it to, to go around on and <laughs> no. eat grass and all sorts of fun stuff. No. What I think that I would do if I were the executor is do the farm thing by uh-huh. cuz you could probably get a pretty decent parcel of land that a cow would be pretty fucking happy on for sure. and all the accoutrement and start up like a um basically endow a like non uh, uh what's non profit for the cows uh-huh. like a uh, well-being and then you could probably do that for i don't know 100,000 200,000. Yeah, probably. Then I would start a breeding program to try and reverse engineer cows, breed them back to how they were before we destroyed them because one of the tragedies of cows is they are what we made them. Like we right. took we Why is that a tragedy? They can't live in the wild. They 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 have to be milked or they'll die. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So, so they're just like they can't live without us. They're basically not symbiotes, but we're parasites. Yeah, I should say. So yeah, I'd try and turn them back to what they used to be. How turn would... back the clock? Nature finds a way. You have a mil- I would splice them with frog DNA. A million dollars. Well, I would start investing it. Okay. <laughs> so it always comes back to I would invest <laughs> a million dollars carefully. Oh, uh, see, not for On me. On the cow's behalf. This is the first time I said chainsaw on a makeover. Okay. So which I think are, is way better. You are a furious human. Right. Who discovered that there are vampires? The vampires are kill have killed some right. stuff close to you. How are you spending the million dollars? Whoa, 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 whoa! Chainsaw hands and a power suit. <laughs> I think a steak launcher, a t-shirt launcher that I modified to throw steaks. Uh, okay. That's not bad, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Do you think you could do like one of those big like uh, you know how they have like a uh, ammo bullet like things? Do you think you could do steaks? one of those for steaks? Like a sort of like Van Helsing with yeah. what's his name in it. Oh, uh, the band Helsing Wolverine. Wolverine. Uh, Hugh Jack. Huge Actman. Huge Actman. He's the best actor there is. Yeah. He's a huge Actman. <laughs> man. Uh, yeah. I want. Does he have that in the movie? Uh, he has something like that. Okay. I assume it's Clockwork. That's a. Uh, those are like those weird sort of steampunk, like that and like Hansel and Gretel, like the weird sort of steampunky. There was a horror- Hansel and Gretel movie. Yeah, it oh. stars a uh, huge Actman. <laughs> no, um, Vim Diesel. One of the the guy who played the Archer Boy in the Avengers. Oh, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner, and then I don't remember the female lead's name off the top of my head i have i saw it millions of years ago make it up bill um <laughs> bilba baggins bilba baggins bilba baggins well that's actually bilbo's real name in Bil- the hobbit bilba bilba hobbitish yeah the bilbo is just a, a westron uh not translation but like a transliteration of the name in hobbitish it's bilba baggins i can't tell if you're fucking with me i'm not fucking with you then why would they Wait. Because it's the same reason why, you know, you can't pronounce somebody's name. You can't pronounce the, I don't know, tilde over someone's N or jalapeno. So people what? say jalapeno or stuff like that. It's just a... But the book is written... So so the, the narrator is, of the book well, has like Well, the book like is a, a translation of the Red Book of Westmarch, which is the... Which is uh, Bilbo's, like... It's there and back again. Like Bilbo's... Um, uh what's memoirs but it's also which was which were written like over the course of 60 years so you got to think he's getting shit wrong wait no the books aren't real jr tolkien wrote this book well i mean it's according to jr tolkien it's a it's a it's a translation from the red book of westmarch but we have to keep in mind that for all his like for everything he's contributed to the scholarship of middle earth like Uh tolkien was primarily a scholar of elvish like sindarin so he's going off of and especially with the hobbit there, he's basically privileging elven sources over dwarven sources. What the fuck are you talking about? So the Hobbit is based <laughs> on the Red Book of Westmarch, which is Bilbo's like travel log, essentially. So the, and the, it's, it, was, it was elucidated and expanded by Samwise and Frodo. So the Hobbit is based off of another book that J.R.R. Tolkien wrote. Well, it's based off of a copy. No, it's a, based off a book that that was discovered. You know, that was. It was I mean, discovered in real life on Earth. No, he made it up. 
So it's all one thing. It wasn't based off of anything. It was all his imagination. Right. But I don't think you understand how, like, <laughs> a historical so, narrative. So work. The Hobbit like, like exists textured. with... The Hobbit exists... Within the world of The Hobbit as right. a book called The Hobbit. No. The Red Book of Westmarch. The, the book The Hobbit doesn't exist. So imagine, when I read The Hobbit, I'm reading The Red Book of Westmarch? You're reading Tolkien's translation of parts of The Red Book of Westmarch. But actually, The book, Red Book of Westmarch, you're reading, actually, Tolkien's translation of a copy of a copy of The Red Book of Westmarch, because the original Red Book was lost. None of that existed! I don't, do you understand how <laughs> fictional universes work? No, because I'm reading a book written by J.R.R. Tolkien. I'm not right. reading a book that's a copy of a copy of something. Because that's, that's, it's mired in so much like meta, meta, meta shit and that's the that jo- it's that's, lost all meaning at that jo- point. No, that's the joy of it. Like, it, the book, The Hobbit, the all the Lord of the Rings books exists in the context of a fantastical historical narrative. And that's fun. That's why people dig into it so much because there's so much to dig into. Like people get really fucking up. There's like a people who study this. Like people have PhDs in fucking Elven or Tengwar or Sylvan or Sindarin because they're actual real languages. I mean, he was a linguistics professor. So he made up these languages. He made up these cultures. He made up this world. And then he situated a book inside the context of the world. Okay. I don't understand how you're not getting like... You have an anime. You have animes you watch, right? And isn't there like it's like fan fiction don't and there's you, expanded don't expanded pander you know. to me. Well, I'm just saying, like no, the, for, everybody does this. All right, I have a I have a this manga on my shelf is mm-hmm. uh uh I don't know. We got Cran Shinchan. It's a comic, right? It's not based on a transliteration of another comic that existed in Sindarin in twenty. It's something the author thought of and wrote down. That's what a book is. Nope. I mean, yes, yes, that is, yes, that is, that is what a book is. But at the same time, there are different types of, there are different types of worlds and contexts you can create a book I guess. That just seems so masturbatory. It's cool. It's fun. Especially people who are really into history and stuff like that. There's lots of stuff to dig into and there's lots of deep stuff. I think so. I enjoy it. Is it though? You know, I mean, enjoy your, your rootless anime. You pulled one thing off of my shelf and started talking like anime is the only thing I know. Well, I'm just saying like you can, you can have a bigger world. And I think I, I personally enjoy that To So like if you have um, like Stephen King kind of does that sometimes too, where he'll have like a book and then he'll have like a poem r- that he's written, but he'll attribute it to somebody within the, within the narrative itself. And that happens a lot in fiction. Yes. But that's, uh, that's why actually one of the things I hate about fiction is when the narrative made up shut the fuck up is the narrative like uh this happens with uh there's a great song on the dr horrible commentary about it because the Mm -hmm. commentary is also a musical Mm -hmm. but about how how about how when when the narrative is stretched so thin because it's not just like i watched a movie and i got it because now you have to watch the movie you have to read the tie-in novel you have to be current on the comic book and you have to have played the mobile game you have to know that you're talking about something different than I'm talking well, about. You're talking about this like this is why I never got into the Hobbit because there's such a wall to like to understanding. Well, you can you can read the Hobbit. The Hobbit's a, a really good way to get into it because it's you can read the Hobbit out of like without any context. Like it just I like that it just shows glimpses of a larger world and you can dig in as deep or as little as you want. I uh, see I'm so I'm 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 uh, the type of person who's like, "Oh, I got it. I got to have the whole thing. I got to mm-hmm. know what's happening or well, else how yeah. am I going to understand the and motivations?" I mean, the Hobbit, the, Hobbit uh, the you know, the Middle Earth scholarship is sort of is pretty dense at this point. There's a lot of people arguing very different things. What the fuck are we talking? How did we get here? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Little tiny... Oh, Bilba Baggins. Bilba Baggins, Bilba right. Baggins. The female... 
But then it's not a fe- it's not it's not a female Hobbit name. I know, but it was the female name in whatever story. I can't remember where we started, and I don't care to anymore. I asked you to come up with a female name. Yeah, and then I did. We jumped off. You got oh, it was the female lead from uh, Oh, for Christ's sake, Hansel and Gretel. Okay, rewind. So Hansel und Gretel. Why were we talking about Hansel and Gretel? Uh, Jeremy Renner. Hey, watch me now. <laughs> I'm furious. Our listeners are probably furious. So am I. Let's okay. move on to the next segment. Sounds good. So in this segment, we take an email from a fan. Uh, this email is from uh, someone named Sandra. And Sandra's child asked, which oh. bare naked lady would win in a tic-tac-toe tournament? Hmm. That's really hard because... It's a tough one. Once you get to a certain age, you can't lose it. Every game is a draw. No. Well, no. I don't think so. Here, let's play a game right now. I'm curious, because I know some strats for tic-tac-toe. Do you know any strats? Uh, I know fucking pro strats. Pro tips? Pro tips for tic-tac-toe. You want to go first or should I? I'll go first. Okay, go first. Because, like, don't you always win if you go first? No, not necessarily. It's better. But, okay. Evan put an X right in the middle. If you're following along at home, I'm putting an O on the upper left hand. Because here's the thing. You don't try and win. You just try and stop the other person from winning. That's not true. I'll go first next time. <laughs> okay, so so we got to figure out, like, not just which of the bare naked ladies is the smartest, but what which of the others are, are, like, cleverer. Because it's not just smart. It's clever. We're about to hit a cat's game here. If there's ever a situation in which... Yep, this is cat's game. If there's ever a situation yeah. in which we have... <laughs> Doot, 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 like this. Mm-hmm. Unless one of us is really dumb, it's a cat's game. So here, let me go first this time. Okay. I'm going to cut all this out. <laughs> okay. I'm just curious who's going to win. Okay, I'm going to go here. All right, go ahead. Because the middle seems smart, but it's a beginner strategy. Did you know that? Why? Because... Shit, did I fuck up already? <laughs> I may have fucked up. Maybe I don't know how to play tic-tac-toe. Evan, this might be our worst episode ever. Yeah, it's a little, <laughs> little tiny song episode. Is that legit? <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't win. <laughs> yeah, every fucking game is, once you become an adult, you can't... Fuck this. So which of the Bernanke ladies would win? Uh, you know, I think it would be... Okay, so what I'm imagining is they're sitting in the tour bus. Uh-huh. Uh, they're going on a really long leg of the journey. The electric, like their TVs are out, and no internet, nothing to do. All, all their fucking games are, or there, there was like something happened where they don't have all their shit got left behind mm-hmm. somewhere. I shouldn't be swearing because there's a kid listening, I guess. Sandra's kid, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Cut that out, please. Okay. <laughs> Cut out my swears. I'm going to talk good now. I'm not going to do that. Please do so. Sandra's kid, if she listens to the podcast, Sandra's kid can handle this. Right, but maybe Sandra's kid is just listening to this segment since we're answering Sandra's kid's question. Okay, warning. We're going to say the word shit. No. Sorry, dude. Okay. So I just so, kid had to slog through all the I fucking Middle Earth talk to get swearing. here. <laughs> so anyway. I right, pick it um, up here. So, okay. So they are in this tour bus. They have access to nothing but like a pen and paper. Uh-huh. And it, like the paper has already been like pre-sketched with tic-tac-toe. Okay. And there's thousands of these. <laughs> and they're like, let's just play tic-tac-toe for three and a half hours. Yeah. So basically it's a it's a mental exercise and also like an endurance exercise. So it's just them playing game after game after game after game. So who, who slips up first, who gives up first? Yeah. Yeah. That sort of thing. Sure. Um, slips up first. Tyler gives up first. Tyler. Tyler. (laughs) I think Tyler would have very little to do with tic-tac-toe. Um, who He's like, I'm just going to go take a nap. Slips up second. Kevin Hearn. Yeah. I think he does it out of kindness. He just wants his friends to win. Yeah. He's like, Oh, Good job, Jim. You're so, you're so smart. So that leaves us with Jim and Ed. 
Yeah, Jim and Ed. Uh, so their their battle goes on for days, <laughs> I think, probably. Yeah, because I think Jim is probably more of a tic tac technician. So he's like technician. trying to, he's trying he's technician. He's trying to do all the pro strats that you talked about. Uh uh-huh. and pro strats don't work because it's tic tac toe. And so Ed is just Ed, at some point Edge is like, I'm the front man. I'm I run this band. <laughs> I am not letting you win. I'm just gonna go like because if you, you, you don't have to try and win tic-tac-toe you just have to try and make the opponent lose yeah. and eventually you'll wear them down why do, so it's why a do battle we paint of wills. ed as a shithead it was not a shithead i'm not i'm gonna do and jim i think is very by the book right yeah he's just playing to play he's, playing. he's got nothing else to do yeah, i think i think i mean ed is just like he's genial about it he's yes. not he's, but he's like i'm not giving up buddy yes like we're gonna do this All until right. one of us is done i like that so i think eventually eventually i think jim wins you think so because Ed is gonna slip up in the over the course of hundreds of thousands of. Games. I think Ed gets angrier and yeah. and more careless as he goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And or, Jim, or is, I think I think Ed like reaches for he reaches too far. He's like, I see it, I see it. Oh, he's and trying then, to play nine steps ahead yeah, of the and opponent. Then, and then Jim just gets him. Okay, Jim. Uh, all right. And Jim didn't even like when Jim wins. He doesn't celebrate. He's yeah. just like. Hmm. Well, I think they're. I mean, they're all just friends again. Like, yeah. I don't think I don't think anyone holds any animosity towards each other. Okay. All right. So they just like sat for three and a half hours playing tic tac toe games. <laughs> right. And they're like, oh. We're at Winnipeg. <laughs> and I can win a peg or two of this tic-tac-toe board that I got from Cracker Barrel. Do you remember when <laughs> Cracker Barrel sells this? Did you ever go to Cracker Barrel and do that big triangle game? Like, yeah. if you have three or more remaining, you're an income poop. Yeah, you, you have know? to, like, yeah, really, like, it's, like, jumping. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever win? Uh, only when I cheated. Really? Mm-hmm. I feel like I could win given enough time. I should go buy one of those. <laughs> yeah, there's like strategies for that. Yeah, pro I, strats? Sure, yeah. Okay, cool. I don't know if they're pro strats, well, but they're definitely strategies. Right. I'll check them out. I don't know if they're any professional <laughs> ball and cup players. <laughs> <laughs> they're in Japan. Like they have those like crazy performers who yeah. just do the ball cup string game. Yeah. Oh my God. All insane. Those all sorts. string top games in Japan are oh, so yeah. popular. Yeah. 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 That's just, it's really cool. I saw, I saw one guy, like, he was wearing a clown mask and performing with, like, two of those little balls and cups, and he was doing all sorts of crazy shit with it. Amazing. Japan is such a nice place. It's really interesting. I wonder if the Brannigan ladies have ever toured in Japan. I would find it hard to believe they hadn't. Yeah, I wonder if their songs are popular there. I don't know. I bet they have a small but vocal flow following. Like, like every every documentary, musical documentary I watch about, like, I'm not saying Bare Naked Ladies is... A, I watch a lot of documentaries about, like, washed-up bands like, right. trying to make it big again, <laughs> like that, like Thor or... Um, right. Who were those? I don't know. I don't remember what the other ones were. Anvil. Anvil, I think it's a story of Anvil. But, like, there's, like, metal bands who, you know, could have made it big but didn't, and okay. they're just, like, kind of grinding away. And the documentary, like, nine out of ten times ends with them going to Japan and being like, well... I think I'm going to give up on this. Like, you know, this tour has been garbage. You like, we're, you know, we're just on the third stage. And yeah. It's like this, like backwater metal show. And they show up and there's like 10,000 Japanese Holy fans shit. there who are like, yeah, Anvil, fuck yeah, yeah. It's fucking amazing. So like, you know, I don't know why, but always, they always end on Japan. That's amazing. Hold on. So the Bare Naked Ladies have gone on tour only in the United States and Canada. That can't be right. Yeah. They've That's not right. Never been even No, hold up. Hold up. Bare Naked Ladies Japan tour. Go. I don't know. I don't know if they've ever been to Japan. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I guess they haven't. Well, useless. <laughs> okay. Um Evan, now's the time when we would usually sign off, but instead, I think we have a little explaining to do. Yes. Uh if you are listening to this episode, 
you will notice that there is like two and a half hours, hours left in this episode. Uh, we flew a little too close to the sun. Yeah, we Icarian flight brought us. We tried. We tried to do something cool and silly and fun, but yes. it didn't we, quite come together. We thought it would be very fun if people downloaded the little tiny song episode and it was just an enormous length. And I was thinking, what can we do that would fill a lot of time? And I thought, let's expand on the idea of the Barenaked Ladies Boys as Dungeons and Dragons characters from the King of Bedside Manor episode, and mm-hmm. let's play an entire uh, f- full real play session with uh, with these characters. Mm-hmm. Fun idea, great idea. We got our friends Jared Anderson from the Crypto Naturalist, Leslie Anderson from News Goblins, Graham Shryock from uh, Be Nice Roll Dice to join us, and uh, we recorded a like three-hour D&D session yeah. of us playing uh, Barenaked Ladies, and the recording fucked up yeah <laughs> three yeah. hours of our lives yeah yeah well i mean it was a really fun game so i'll always have the memories it was a blast yeah we had a good time so here's what remains faithful viewers we one of the mics worked graham's mic worked <laughs> so because graham was recording on a separate computer than the other four microphones so what survives you're about to hear of the yeah. four of us playing bare naked ladies characters in a D universe graham was our dm it is a wonderful little one-shot adventure it was a ton of fun Mm -hmm. we had a good time um and the audio for graham is wonderful for the rest of us not not so so great it's not unlistenable but if you're here for little tiny song you can totally stop right here and if you don't if you're one of the kind of people who don't like sort of scratchy audio quality or negative audio quality just stop listening stop listening right here but we thought it would be very funny and uh honestly as far as one shots go, this one has a neat little emotional arc. The mm-hmm. end of it is a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and like we had a blast playing it. Yeah. So if you like D and D, keep listening. And you're brave enough to <laughs> wade through echoey voices, questionable and, audio quality. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the meantime, though, Ev, uh, I'm not gonna ask you if you have any plugs because I do it in the D and D episode. Hub-nuba. No spoilies. Um, but I think that's about it. So uh, listen in. Listen up. Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether the songs are short or long, from Pinch Me to Tiny Little Little Tiny Song. Every time. I fucked up on Little Tiny. Actually, I think I've done short or long again anyway. This is just a repeat. Where it's all been done, the podcast. This is my co host, Evan. What a maroon. This, this is Saker. He was born on Pirate Silver Ball. Don't do don't this. Do this. <laughs> this is not how we do this. Maybe you should drive. <laughs> Evan, you had very little sleep last night. Yeah, my baby was a screamsman. All right, let's get this song out of the way then. Get this episode good and done with. <laughs> All right, uh, the song this week is called Little Tiny Song. Evan, I'm delirious. <laughs> if you've never heard it before, you know what? I'm just going to play the whole fucking song. Okay. Uh, and boy, what did you think of this song? Uh, it was a song that was... Uh, it was a return to form for the Brand Naked Ladies. Just a silly little song in the middle of an album. I mean, I'd like to play it for everyone who gives us a one-star review and say we're not serious enough. <laughs> Great. Like, hey, this is the band that you think we're not serious enough about. <laughs> uh, I thought it was bad and dumb. I thought it was okay. Skippable. Cuttable. No, Why is it here? No. It was beautiful. Let's get into a big argument about this right Let's now. Let's fuck. do this. I'm going to undermine your, your plan from the get-go. I don't like this. <laughs> I'm coming I, at you. I think this... You what know was what? the thing you hated least about it? The thing I hated least was... uh, You're actually getting me to discuss the song. It was Andy Cregan's weak... <laughs> <laughs> Our way through this song. 
actually really love that fact. Anemic, anemic moo. Yes. What was your part that you hated the most? Well, the part that I hated the most? Yeah, we're doing each other's opposites. I hate the, that you don't like this song. <laughs> You can't be a meta, a meta commentary. Well, I can't most the least. Uh-huh. <laughs> what most Cantina the Isley for you? Yeah, it was good. Uh, I don't know. The bass was always good. Great. Piano. Let's stop talking about this song. Okay. Let's instead talk about something entirely different. Uh, this song is meaningless and useless. So no. <laughs> let's actually let's do something fun with it. Here we have uh, three wonderful guests with us. Let's introduce them. Blowing the fucking doors off. First up, returning champion, Jared Anderson of the Crypto Nationals and News Goblins. Welcome back, Jared. Hi, everybody. Oh, wonderful. And with him, we have Leslie Anderson of News Goblins. How are you, Leslie? I'm good. Good. And we have Graham Shryock of the podcast, Be Nice, Roll Dice. I was wondering what you were going to link me, attribute me to. Yeah, your podcast. Be Nice, Roll Dice. There's one episode out. <laughs> <laughs> you said the name of your podcast, and you looked at me as if I was supposed to say something. Listen to it. Yeah, and speaking of be nice, roll dice. Uh, I think we're gonna let's play some Dungeons and Dragons with the bare naked ladies. Why not, right? I mean, we in episode seven we attributed them all to various uh, character classes and races, and so here we have these character classes and races. Wait, when you say why not, that's rhetorical, right? It is because you're trapped here okay. now. I've locked the all door right. <laughs> and barred them. Welcome to my nightmare. It's either you do this or you play the escape room to find the key to get out. <laughs> okay, we'll play the bare naked ladies Dungeons and Dragons. I Very... probably put out that window. Yeah. yeah. Escape rooms are not great podcasting, I gotta say. A lot of people yelling. <laughs> What's that? What's over there? I found a lock. This is a thing. No, this isn't a thing. <laughs> that would... Uh, if there isn't an escape room podcast, though, I would be surprised. I'm sure it exists. Uh, in any case, uh, Graham, you're going to uh, DM for us, which if you're not familiar with Dungeons & Dragons, Dragons Parlance, you are the Dungeon Master. You don't say. Yeah, so uh, tell me what the Dungeon Master is going to do. I'm going to weave a tale of intrigue and uh, suspense. It's going to have uh, ups and downs, okay. highs and lows, uh, betrayals, <laughs> love interests. Uh, I wrote this in, in, in between breaks at work. So. <laughs> Not on break. That would be <laughs> no. too easy to write. In between well, I take phone calls at work, so in oh. between the phone calls. Uh-huh. You consider phone calls breaks. because Yes. So oh, there's, I love talking. <laughs> uh, so we have our four characters here. Um, does anybody have any preference on if you want to play a... a Why don't you introduce sure. the I'll characters? Introduce each character. Okay. So here we have Tyler Stewart. Tyler Stewart uh, is the drummer for the Brannigan Ladies, of course, and he is our mountain dwarf barbarian. I should mention all these characters are level 5. So Tyler Stewart uh, is a barbarian. He's easy. He's got no spells, nothing to speak of. So if you like that sort of thing, you're into that. He's strong from pounding on them drums. Yeah. Uh, so a little bit about Tyler Stewart. Uh, I think he's probably, he's the backbone of the ladies. Um, he may not be the uh, the uh, sharpest... <laughs> Wrong man. Wrong man. He's a piece he's of shit, a, idiot. A, he doesn't write the song. He doesn't write any songs, but he does... So he's Ringo. He does bring it on the... I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, he holds the band together and he brings it on... We went to the concert and he really rocked out. Yeah, so he like, did. Between but, 1 to 25, what would you say is his Canadian stat? Like, ooh, Canadian pretty high stat? because he, he called out Americans for all Trump supporters and yelled at them. It's <laughs> yeah. very strange. Oh, I do yeah. like him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Tyler Stewart, I believe, is chaotic neutral. He follows his own... <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, here we have Kevin Hearn. Uh, he is the keyboardist for the Brannigan Ladies. Uh, he is our Asimar uh, life cleric. 
so he is an angelic, uh, lawful good, uh, cleric of life. Um, he's our sad little boy um, who heals the bare naked ladies. He's a sweet one. He's, he's like a baby bird. I'd say he's the softest of all the bare naked ladies. So uh, playing him would entail a lot of quiet voice, <laughs> um, a lot of uh, being talked over, perhaps. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's fun. And Robertson uh, is our human sorcerer, <laughs> the most basic of all the ladies. Uh, and Robertson, of course, is the frontman for the Brain Kid Ladies. Um, but uh, yeah, he's uh, he's. These are all level five characters, by the way. So he's going to be in back, uh, slinging the spells. We don't want him in front because in front he ruins the band. <laughs> That's not true. Jeez. Oh, Boy, I'm really shitting on all the American yeah, ladies. Why am I doing this? Another one star review, thanks. <laughs> and, and Jim, we're doing a Dungeons and Dragons episode. We're going to get one star reviews. Jim Cregan is our high elf ranger. Uh, so he is the noblest of all the ladies, the lankiest and the weirdest, uh, with his own traditions and, uh, strange things that the rest of the ladies don't understand. Um, kind of maybe perhaps standoffish, but, uh, nobler than the rest, I would say. Uh, and he's got a couple spells he can cast, too. Uh, did anything sound good to anyone, straight off the bat? I, I, I feel like I want to be Tyler Stewart. I feel like I want to be the barbarian. Tyler is yours, it. my friend. Boy, they all sound good to me. I don't know which one to pick. You're the... Oh. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be the soft boy. Soft boy, soft Kevin Hearn. Very good. Okay, so that leaves us as Ed and Jim. Do you have a preference? Uh, if I had to pick? Yeah, and you do, because <laughs> this is a podcast. I'll probably pick Jim then. Alrighty, looks like I picked myself my least favorite character class. <laughs> I'm going to sling some spells. That's right. I mean, you, you switch? No, when you're level five, you don't have that many spells. I just hate spellcasters because there's so much to remember. Uh, so yeah, uh, I also made four magic items, and we're gonna hand these out at random. Uh, so Jared, give me a number between one and four. <laughs> I wanted to yell seven. Great. Uh, three. Three. <laughs> uh, so you are going to have Steve's puffiest shirt. Uh, when worn, even under armor, this shirt gives a bonus of plus two charisma up to a maximum of twenty, and advantage on all charisma saving Ooh, throws. It should be every failure is a critical failure. <laughs> that should tips. be. I like that a lot. If you don't like that shirt, <laughs> write that in, please. I'm, I'm writing that in. Uh, Leslie, one to three. Give drawbacks for all magic three. items. Three it is. Uh, you have, oh, perfect for a cleric. You have a jar of soupelsauce. Um, and so uh, it either contains soup or applesauce. Uh, when you feed it to someone, you flip a coin. It either does 1d6 healing or 1d6 hurting. Well, uh, oh, you okay. don't control it, but uh, one, one or two, Evan. Is it the, the, which one heals and which one hurts? Is it the soup or the applesauce? Come on, you know soup hurts. Soup is shitty. Applesauce is delightful. We've had this discussion. <laughs> I think we have on podcast and out of podcast. Yes. Uh, one or two, Evan? Two. Yes, that's the one I wanted you to get. Uh, you are going to get the magical plug. Uh, if you hold this and concentrate, you can incite rage in any visible target within 60 feet twice per day. Um, and I am left with uh, these apples which are six identical apples. Two of them are laced with the spell sleep, two with charm, and two with poison. I don't know which ones I'm giving out to anyone at any given time. <laughs> but they are delicious. They are delicious, as a matter of fact. Uh, okay, I think we've got our characters sussed out. Anybody have any questions before we start? No. Why are we doing this is a valid question. It's a meta question. <laughs> it is. All right. So could you give our characters instrument instruments? Uh, no, we're not bards. <laughs> Should we be able to play instruments? Should, should we be able to play instruments? Absolutely. Are we a traveling band? Write in any shit on your character sheet that you want. I have an acoustic uh, lute. Even a, uh, even beyond instruments, write in whatever you want. Yeah, you want to have. You a, all have ten scrolls of wish. A nuclear bomb. <laughs> an upright base that I have to somehow drive through the dungeon. <laughs> do, do clerics still need a holy symbol? 
Sure. Whatever. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. I think they do. But yeah, that sounds perfect. Keyboard like guitar, like it's like keyboards on a guitar. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. For sure. Holy guitar. Holy guitar. And Jared, do you have anything you want to add to yours? I'm just gonna add bongos. Okay, perfect. They don't do anything, but they just kind of bring the mood down <laughs> when you're sitting by the fire. Right. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> unwind. If you, if you play them for a while, more dwarves will show up with bongos and then just start joining in slowly, like dwarves with dreadlocks. Yeah, you don't see them show up either. <laughs> yeah, just, just there. Suddenly, there are more bongos from oh. the trees. Another dwarf will come out in you know, like a flower print skirt and just do one of those dances. They hold their they hold their arms above their head and just kind of sway. Somebody's just snapping. <laughs> Uh, Graham, are you ready to weave your tail? I'm ready. All right. The question is, are you? (laughs) I am not. TBH. Oh, good, because neither am I. (laughs) Nobody's ready. But all right, let's do it anyway. Okay. Well, you as the bare naked uh, maidens uh, are making your way across Faerun. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Are we gender swapped? Should we have done this in the first place? Huh? Oh. It's ye olde bare naked maiden. Maidens are... Men. Holy shit! I just realized now that the Bernicus ladies aren't female in real life. Okay, their name is. Only took two albums and a handful of songs to realize. All right, go ahead. So the Bernicus uh, maidens are making your way across Faerun. Um, you are a quartet, but uh, have been invited to the illustrious city of Waterdeep, one of the largest cities in in the world. Uh, for a reunion concert with your former frontman, Stephen Page. Oh, okay. Ooh. Uh, Sir Stephen Page uh, has agreed to come out of his uh, retirement to kind of do a, not really like a, a, a final performance, but, you know, to, to relive the glory days of the band. Um, uh, you m- might be able to tell I took a little, f- a little bits of inspiration from real life uh, to write this. So <laughs> just a little. Um, so you guys arrive in Waterdeep, um, and you are greeted by uh, a captain of the guard. Um, he's the captain of Waterdeep, uh, and he he greets you. <laughs> and, Sorry, I already. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, he greets you, uh, and 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 says, he, he you notice he's got kind of like a confused look on his face when you announce yourself as the bare naked maidens. Uh, he says, "Well, um, welcome to Waterdeep. I'm." happy to see you but i'm just kind of confused because you see the bare naked maidens have already checked in what what's this about <laughs> well uh, I, i'm i was hoping you guys could tell me because you we had a, a an inn reserved for you at uh one little sip uh it's the name of the tavern <laughs> so good. and uh yeah uh, wait 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 what did they look like us did you check them in I mean, this is this is D and D. We don't have pictures on the internet floating around of you guys. No, so no, but they look like I look. What's you know, now mean? that now that you mention it, they did kind of look a little uh, like with little you know kind of variations of not exactly. Uh-huh. Like uh, one of them had like twenty pounds more, but you know had a fake mustache. Kind of. <laughs> um, the the dwarven one had like a big just like mop instead of a beard. Mm. You know, it was. But you let him in anyway. Hey, he seemed sincere. Maybe they rolled really well on their charisma or something. <laughs> okay. He says this is the yes. of the show. All right. But um, if you'd like, I can take you to the, the tavern and let you guys sort it out. But um, um, 
until we do get this sorted out, I just want you to know if you need anything, uh, I'm here for you. Uh, just let me know. I'm kind of your liaison while you're in the city. But you do trust us. That we're the real Bannock and Maiden. I, I figure I'll let you, you or two groups get together and suss that out. Okay, we can just live in the street. <laughs> no, no, that no, is no, no, true. No. Buddy, <laughs> I don't I don't want to impose on anyone. We, no. need, we need money for poutine. No, it's, it's okay. I can, I'm can. i a ranger. I can set us up a nice tent. Hunt us up some somewhere. poutine, ranger. Okay. A po- does, do you think poutine is a creature, Yes, Tyler? a okay. mighty creature. It okay. Is, it is a creature. Uh, I suppose that the gravy is made of some creature's fluids, and so is the cheese, but... <laughs> I think it's part of the creature A. It is. I think it's a type of ooze, isn't it? Well, it's a combination of several creatures, actually. Do you think Steve is with the other Brannigan Maidens? I'm kind of worried for him. Oh, that hoser. I miss him. You guys don't miss him. I mean, he was a good pal, wasn't he? No, no one's willing to be back me up on this. Yes, I no, know him well, and Very I miss him. excellent and good friend. <laughs> He's an old soul. He did have an old soul. That's what I miss the most about him. Reminded me of other elves. Really? Standoffish. <laughs> he was a, uh, what is Steve's, uh, um, out of character here, what is Steve's race? Steve was a tiefling. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gathering from context clues that he was in our band. <laughs> Indeed. Remember, he used to be our lead singer, but now we have a much better and more handsome lead ah. singer. I like how he's trying to recall him, but he's wearing his shirt. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's where I got this puppy shirt. That's right. Oh, well, I know what he smells like. <laughs> That's right. What does he smell like? Canadian. <laughs> Can you... Which, else? of course, we all know smells like... Yeah, what else smells Canadian, Tyler? Pine and back fat. <laughs> oh, very good. Yum. I remember those those lines from their national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Canada, for your pine and back fat. Huh. Well, I... I guess we should go to one little sip and, and try to figure out this mess, huh? I don't think so. I think we should just live in no, the street. Jim, we can't live in the street. We're more refined than that. We're the bare naked maidens. We don't want to kick anyone out of their rooms. It's a good idea, though, Jim. It's an excellent okay. idea. Thank you. Jim, you're, you're a good person. Someone is impersonating us. We can all live inside my base. <laughs> would you say they're covering us? Oh. Yeah, I... I might say that. That's a very strange thing to say, it just, but... It just felt right. It did feel moment. right somehow. If I had a million dollars, I'd smother you with it. <laughs> is that what a cover is, when you smother someone with yes. something? Yes. All right, very good. All right, well... Like, undercover. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, uh, technically, you're in charge. All right, I... Wait, technically? <laughs> For now. the hell does that mean, Jim? Oh, nothing. <laughs> If you, it wasn't for me, this man would be sleeping in trees every night under your leadership. Uh, I don't sleep, actually. I meditate. I help sleep. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's I forgot. One hour equals it's two. still not a bad idea, though. No. It's, it's. I suppose. You know what? One hour of elf sleep equals two hours of human sleep. <laughs> Sh- shall we derail Graham's campaign and just sleep in some trees and go to the concert tomorrow? I'm willing to go with anything. <laughs> no, let's go to one little sip and yes. suss this mess out. We could send yes. them some drinks and that'll start up a conversation. It certainly will. As a, a GM of multiple campaigns, it won't be the first time that I just close the book on my notes and <laughs> we just start going with it. Great. Um, okay, so you guys head towards uh, one little sip, uh, and you probably get, you can see it, um, you see the front of the inn with the little tiny glass, uh, it's like a comically small, like, signpost, they really went in hard on one little sip, um, and coming from the opposite direction, uh, give me, um, 
some sort of role for re remembering someone. So I guess maybe intelligence or wisdom, whatever you guys feel is appropriate. Okay, well, somebody hand me a d20 from that giant bowl. Thank you. I rolled a five. I didn't even remember Steve. I also rolled a Man, this will be great. If no. Three. <laughs> Here's the thing is that I didn't realize this until after I'd printed the character sheets, but somehow I gave all of us negative one intelligence. You did. <laughs> all right. Well, tell me what you really think about the bare naked. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Okay, so you guys walk to the front of the inn, and uh, just in time for, like, uh, to hear someone say, Hey, guys! Hey, hey! Uh, and somebody, like, grabs your shoulder. Uh, I can't even, I don't even, Ed. Uh, and you're startled, because you didn't, you know. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you and you see somebody um, who looks very similar to, um, to Jim, actually. Okay. Uh, and Jim, what did you roll in yours? Uh, you feel like you should know this person, uh, and he says, "Oh, so good to so good to see you." Uh, hello, my my elf friend. How are you? How did you know I was an elf? Because I can see your ears. You're <laughs> ten. You're, you're two feet taller than I me. Sidle over like elves do, just sort of like a halfway sidle, and then do an elven greeting. So I just kiss him three times. Yes. Oh, and he does it. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Which he returns, and he says, "Oh, so good to see you, brother." And you recognize your brother, Andy. Andy, of course, Andy, yes. <laughs> the Kriegans, together again. Oh, what a delight to see. Wait, do we all remember him? Or just yeah, now you do, oh, yes. Okay. This is an embarrassing, hey, you. Hey, my elf friend. <laughs> remember, I always used to call you that, my elf buddy. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. That was very strange. Okay. Uh, but so good. To, what are you, I was just coming to see you. I heard you guys were in the inn, and uh, I was coming to catch up. I, I live in Waterdeep now. You were weaving baskets in the forest of Penvol. Oh yes, but I, I moved on from that. You see, as everyone, uh, as you all know, uh, Andy Cregan left the Bare Naked Ladies to study music and composition. Um, we all know that. Yes, which uh, which I've been doing. I've been traveling the world, learning uh, the various. What part of that was in character? And what was that as you all know, Andy Cregan. <laughs> all of it's in character. Okay, uh, so yes, you being my friends, I, I thought to myself, why not to rekindle my relationship with my former bandmates and my brother, of course. Um, it's been so long since I've seen you, I figured I'd come and uh, revisit and have a drink. Well, it's so good to see you. You're coming to the concert, of course, right? Of course, of course. Oh, good. I, I live in Waterdeep, so it was, you know, no better chance than to, than to reunite with you all. Perfect. Well... Please, yeah, let's let's go inside. I'll order us some chicken Did you littles. Buy tickets because they're probably sold out. Oh, I as a famous musician and composer in the city of Waterdeep, <laughs> uh, I was privy to two tickets Wait, before no, anyone else. Did no one invite you to participate in the show? Now I feel weird about that. No, because so. I left the band in 1994, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yes. The D and D year of 1994. <laughs> the older wars. Yeah, <laughs> yes. That's right. Uh, well, yes, come in. I'll order some chicken littles. Uh, we'll have a good time. Uh, we don't uh, eat chicken. But it's it's the most famous dish in one little sip. And, and, I'm just going to say this one last time. We don't eat meat. I, I know, but we... Elves don't eat meat. We, we're kind of a traditional band. We're going to do what the Waterdeep people do, right? When in Waterdeep. Andy is emphatically nodding along with his brother. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not comfortable with this. What? <laughs> what? Chicken littles. What? It's... Oh, all right. So Andy was it. Yes, yes. Tell me more Wikipedia level uh, facts. <laughs> well, 
Uh, Andy left the band because he was uh, not really into the whole... You, you. Yes, I like to talk. We elves like to talk (laughs) in third person. Uh, I left the band um, to pursue uh, my education at University of... (laughs) Um, Yes. Um, And uh, I got my... I believe my doctorate there. I remember now because I did a I did a skim of the Wikipedia page. You in the band with Tyler. That's why he's here. Sure. Yes, of course. Tyler, you remember? I remember well. I was sleeping in my bed and woke up and you on stage. It might be. I don't know. I'll cut this maybe. I was in my bed. I woke up on stage. I think you did keyboard and drums. Uh, we know ourselves well. <laughs> it was so long ago. So long. Ever. It's been a few years since 1994 in, in, in Faerun. What is the current year in Faerun? It is 37 XT6. Good God. Uh, you guys duck as a flying chariot comes over. And <laughs> okay, jet power. Yes. <laughs> well, come inside, Andy. Come inside. At least let us get an Of air. course. Of course. Um, he comes inside with you, um, and on your way in, he's like, but you guys look like you're just arriving. I, I had heard that you'd been here, uh, you'd arrived much earlier in the day. This is the confusion, I think. Uh, we, there's another band calling themselves the Bare Naked Maidens. What? Yeah, and they're, they're trying to, uh, they're trying to take our place. I don't know if they're trying to supplant us, or if they're just, if this is all a case of mistaken identity, or what the deal is, but, uh. I don't think it matters. I think we should just leave them alone. Jim. Jesus, what if they get up on stage later? Are you just going to let them play a show instead of us? They might do a really good job. You don't know. <laughs> they might. Are we willing to? This is our big show, our reunion show. Well, everyone knows how good we are. We don't have to prove ourselves again. <laughs> don't you think our fans would be upset if, if some mop-faced tool got up on there on stage? <laughs> hey, what hey. did he call me? <laughs> Ty, Ty, not you, but oh. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, You don't we... want to get Tyler angry. No, I'm oh. gonna have to play my bongos a bit. <laughs> <laughs> he says as he <laughs> taps the. I'm using my indoor volume. That's good. Thank you, Tyler. You know how like angry to, people get. I like to imagine Tyler. He's the kid when he played soccer and he kicked the ball. He would make the explosion noise when he did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so you guys wander into the tavern. Um, and you are met with a chorus of um, of boos and jeers. Boo! Not towards you, but towards the act uh, on stage, which you look and see is just a very poor imitation BNL band. I met me when I was living alone. <laughs> are they playing? What are they playing? It's all been done? Uh, what are they playing? Sh- sure. What's the song? It's all been done. It's been one week. <laughs> it's been one week since I called. Everyone's alone. Sorry, what's this? But whatever they're playing, the audience is not into it. They're booing. They're throwing uh, hey, beverages hey, and drinks, food bits. Uh, they're throwing. Cool. They're throwing the little, the little chicken, whatever. Chicken littles. Chicken littles. They're throwing them. Uh, <laughs> uh, this this act is already it's undead at this point. <laughs> Tyler rushes the stage. Okay. No. I run and I'm, I'm gonna no. run and tackle the 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 guy with the mop beard. Okay. Wait, is this the other? Yes, you can see they they're. Andre show. It's the Tyler Stewart show. He crashes through a wall. Uh, but you are all e- uh very easily able to spot your poorly made counterparts uh, okay. so the 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 faux tyler is wearing like a mop uh, it's actually a gnome you can see 
uh, about half of half of your weights, uh, and it's trying its best to do like a very gruff voice uh, for what would a gnome doing a dwarf? Uh, I'm I'm a gnome doing a dwarf impression. <laughs> so this is what I talk like, and you have a slight Scottish I mean, accent. I mean, I ever, hey guys, ever I'm a gnome doing a dwarf impression. <laughs> there you go. Does, Did you did, does he ever say, yeah, Tyler Sings. Okay, yes, I knew that. Yeah, 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 for sure. He does harmonies. He does a really good uh, Mercury. Eddie Mercury. Eddie Mercury. Eddie Mercury. Eddie Mercury. Eddie Mercury. Eddie Mercury. He's my favorite comedian. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the fusion of Eddie Murphy and Freddie Mercury. I wanna, I wanna Eddie Mercury. <laughs> I want to resolve that, but can I roll insight to see if I recognize the guy playing Ed Robertson? Sure. Okay. Uh, I got an 11. You don't notice. Um, I mean, no, you don't really notice. Um, you don't recognize him as okay. someone you know. Does he um, look like me? Not really, no. It, okay. He's probably like 20 pounds heavier than you. Um, okay. And you can tell, like, because I don't think there's hair dye in D&D, so he's probably had, like, the wrong color hair. And he just crush up beetles in Yeah, he's got, like, uh, he's... You can press the digitate. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, he's got, you can, um, yeah, you're a sorcerer. So, yeah, you can tell he's got, like, a little cantrip uh, cast on his hair to make it the same uh like style but it still isn't not a very good match okay got it so he purposely did it to not match up that well <laughs> I, either that he just didn't know is what you guess okay let's resolve this time right, i'm gonna run and try to tackle him through yeah. the drum kit. sure uh 14 okay that's a respectable number um i think that is able to get you up on stage um, and they kind of are giving you like side eye glances, like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> yeah, they're trying. But uh, yeah, you tackle, um, you tackle foe Tyler off of the stage because he's probably a good hundred pounds lighter than you, and he just goes down um, without so like, no, so like forty pounds. Yeah, exactly, like a whimper, basically. He just tackled a three-year-old, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Rip the beard off. Uh, and you are easily able to do so. You overpower this guy, and he's, uh, he actually, his, he, he takes the, um, the, what is it, uh, the mole, is that it? Or, possum, that's it. Uh, he goes possum, he just goes limp <laughs> in your arms. Okay, as, a def- <laughs> as a defense mechanism. There are no B-nakes here. The, the crowd goes wild, because <laughs> they were already not on this band's side. <laughs> it's all it takes for a bad day to just beating the shit out yeah. of them. Yep. These children? Probably half because you got rid of the, the bad uh, Tyler, but also some of the people recognize you. Uh, they say, oh, holy shit, that's the real Tyler. I'm going to whip out, I'm going to, like, fucking, what's that? Anime with the guy with the big sword. Berserk. All of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like like pulling out an enormous sword. I'm gonna take my upright base out of it, shoot it on my back, just set it on the ground, and try to play this off like it was part of our uh, live act. Oh. Okay. Like, uh, like oh yeah, dung 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 dung. Lay down some. Uh, actually, I'll just actually I set the base spinning and then I shoot arrows at it. <laughs> my blunted arrows. You pull it out, uh, and there is a um a another elf in the the crowd, and he's got like long flowing hair. And as you pull it out, like the wind just blows his hair back, like uh, Spider-Man three Peter, Peter Parker style, <laughs> where he like flips his jacket. Um, so yeah, you you wield your upright base, and uh, are you just like standing in the front door still, or are you have you gone up on stage as well? Phoenix or Fav- I'm gonna slowly like work my way towards the stage. Okay. Like this is our kind of like coming in through the back, making your way to the front. Sure. Or or we were like, this is all part of the act, folks, sort of thing. Okay. And I'll like while we're doing it, I'm like, yeah, sure. Just like staring at Tyler, like really nervously, like they're gonna kill these guys. So. Uh, Not that I totally don't 
no, but I just forget in this one moment. Who sings? Who's the singer? Why, that's me, of course. Okay, so I'm going to cast a thaumaturgy on you, so oh. your voice will carry through the whole area. Beautiful. Sure. Uh, both of you give me performance checks. I believe that is a skill... Yeah. Yes, performance. None of us have. I have. But uh, take advantage on it, because uh, which means you roll the dice twice and take the higher number. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with 5th edition. I'm familiar with um, but uh, because you guys are experienced. Oh, sorry. I got uh, 14. Perfect. I got a 19. Yeah, so you guys have no trouble. Um, you, you might have done this act before, but you guys have no trouble spinning up these, these tunes. Um, you're the upright bass. What does um, Kevin... The guitar? Okay, so those are probably more, um, uh, yeah, I would guess a little bit of melody and harmony going in there. But uh, uh, you, you, the crowd can, it has gone hush because they can tell, you know, the song is building. These are the opening chords sort of thing. Uh, and they want to hear what's next. And it's. Do I recognize the song that, that kind of they're building? The like, <laughs> Give me an insight yes. check. Okay. <laughs> I think this would be hilarious. I want a natural one. Yeah, you totally recognize it. Okay. But it's out of out of character. It's the completely wrong right, song. Right, of course, yeah. Okay, so as it builds, as it builds, as it builds, I'm going to wait for the right moment to come in, and then I'm going to cast Mirror Image on myself, so there are three Eds singing in perfect harmony, and I begin uh -oh. to sing with Thaumaturgy the wrong song. <laughs> I can sing, I can sing, I can sing. <laughs> I got a nine. I have plus seven. So you're confused. Um, you go, you start, they're playing song A. You try to go in with the the vocals of song B, but you give it to the the. We're playing, we're playing A, and he comes in with. I come in with everything old is new. But you but you sing it to the the melody of uh, one week. So everything <laughs> is old has been new. Hold on, let me think yes. about this. Okay, so everything old is new. <laughs> What's the next slide? Everyone goes crazy because that's something the bare naked ladies would do. Oh yeah, super mashup of A, everything old is new again, and one week yeah. together. That's the percussion Tyler just slowly punching a gnome. <laughs> yeah, a U. I jump onto the drum kit. <laughs> a UFC fight going on in the crowd. What's left of the drum kit? Yeah, it's a gnome-sized drum kit. Too. Oh no! With one stick and a gnome-sized drum kit, I can make as much uh, sound as most regular drummers can. It's make. like a Looney Tunes. You'd be like boom, 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 boom. He has the drunk bill from fucking yeah. From fucking yeah. From in the air tonight. Yeah, I, I see that I have a negative one to performance. So. <laughs> Perfect. You also also have to roll insight to see if you can figure out what we're playing because now we double have confused you. Yes. Okay, well that's an eight for performance. Perfect. And a what? 14 for insight on what we're playing. <laughs> okay. So you're able to pick up the song uh, that they're playing. So everybody except... No, you. I was going to say, you guys are doing this mashup, but it sounds way better. Oh, sure, sure. Um, I like to think that this is every bare naked ladies improvising yeah. where someone just starts a song and the other person doesn't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but there's such constant musician yeah. that it all comes together. Exactly. Um, well, you can even see like a few of the audience members, they go like, oh yeah, they, they've done this before. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I saw them perform in, in so-and-so and they did this. Um Tyler, you've you've tackled the the faux Tyler off of the stage, and you are in the audience now, uh, just wailing on this guy. Uh, and two two of the bigger audience members, uh, they might be you know at the Bare Naked Ladies concert, um, you know for a friend or something like that, but they think, oh yeah, let's start a mosh pit. <laughs> so they come in, uh, and they're not really fighting you; they're doing that mosh pit thing where they kind of put their arms up and just run into you kind of thing. Um, so they are going to try and 
uh, sort of bowl you over. Uh, so give me a, a athletics check to oppose them. Nineteen. Awesome. Uh, so they they hit you with a pretty respectable hit, um, but you are totally used to this sort of um, rough and tumble nature what at your comp. Yes. <laughs> so give me uh, give me some flavor text on how this guy he's going to roll into you, and I'm assuming you're kind of on top of this gnome beating the crap out of him. But this guy slams into you uh, from the side, and you do succeed. So tell me what happens next. It's like a guy with like a boogie board running into the waves, <laughs> where like the wave is coming at him like a freight train, and then suddenly he just surfs to the top so then you see me just like ride these two guys <laughs> the stage as they trample the poor gnome that i was beating on perfect so you are uh, you are actually tossed up on stage um i'm assuming you were expecting all this so you land on your feet uh and you are now on stage um your momentum carries you back to like uh, i'm assuming as a drummer you're going to be in the back of the, the the quartet can i ask what is andy doing <laughs> We got on stage and started beating the shit out of people and then doing an impromptu concert. Is he joining in? Is he flabbergasted? He's uh, probably off to the side. He looks very impressed, very um, entertained. You you haven't performed with him for probably decades at right. this point. Um, so he probably kind of looks like, I guess maybe this is their act now sort of thing. Um, it, it is entertaining. You know, he's kind of clapping along with the audience, but he looks like he's enjoying it. Uh, but the, the mood of the room has lifted several levels right now. Uh, people have started toasting. They are starting drinking. They're cheering, clapping along. Some of them are singing along. And you can see the bartender at the back of the room kind of like with his arms crossed and like a, yeah, this is more like it sort of look on his face. Um, but the other three members of the, the fake uh, Bare Naked Maidens are still on stage. So are you guys... And they haven't been like shamed off stage yet. They're actually trying to outplay you. Oh, they're just playing, which, happen. which means they're just playing harder. <laughs> so one has like a a, fa a a really poor upright bass. You can tell it's just like, um, like a, a stick with like strings, almost like yeah, yeah, like a washed up bass. And you can tell he's just like almost punching the strings, like grabbing them and pulling them all the way off to play to play over you. Not necessarily outplay you, but just a drown you out sort of music. Yeah. Uh, yes. Everybody except, um, fake Tyler is on stage. I would like to try to, uh, cast command on him. Okay. Um, so let's see. He has to succeed in a wisdom save. Okay. Let me see what he gets. Uh, he gets a 17. Uh, so I'm assuming that succeeds. Yeah. Okay. But you, it throws him off entirely. Um, cause I'm, I'm guessing he's probably aware that you did this to him. Um, and so he uh, kind of gets like this uh, this snarl on his face and actually just comes straight up to you uh, and tries to swing at you on stage. So he's going to uh, make an attack, just like a punch. Uh, and I'm assuming like a, an eight or a nine does not hit. So, no, that would not hit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, okay, so he swings at you and misses. Uh, are you going to continue playing? Are you going to retaliate? Perhaps a bit of both? Yeah, no, I think I'm going to retaliate. Sorry, I haven't played a cleric in six No, you're fine. Uh, We're just all freestyling it anyway. It's fine. Yeah. I, I think I want to like try to nonchalantly push him. Like, not hit him, sure. but like, push him. 
So I guess that would just be a basic attack, right? Sure. And uh, the way I like to play D&D, um, and I think this makes for a better experience overall, is I don't like, you don't have to do like an attack roll if you don't want to. If you guys want to use your skills in creative ways, like you say like, oh, I'm going to use my uh, my intimidation to, you know, uh, what you know, whatever. Um, so if you can find some uh, creative way to use any of your other skills, you don't just have to do I attack uh, to pull off what you're trying to do. Um, I think I'm just going to use, Yep, that's still perfect. Okay. So give me an attack roll. Oh, nice. Crisp dice sound. Oh, that's. Oh yeah, that's more than enough. He's he's not wearing um any armor whatsoever. So. He's wearing cardboard plate. Just like shoulder him over my ankle. Okay. Yeah, perfect. He he overcompensates on the punch, and you are just kind of like you you are able to sidestep uh, almost like martial arts uh, that first move they teach you on day one. Do they crowd surf in the way? Uh, no, they, they it, it's separate. It, it's the it's like the embarrassing seat. Yeah, they separate, uh, and then after he falls, they converge back on top. Oh yeah, and the crowd catches this, and they start cheering. They yeah. just they're into this. Uh, what about the the other two? What are you guys doing? Just playing or? So well, yeah, I, I I'm such a consummate professional singer that I <laughs> don't even notice that this is going on in the background. Uh, so what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna sing harder and I'm gonna start casting uh, dancing lights on our half of the stage okay. to just like make this like a, now it's a disco light show. Sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm gonna roll performance again. All right. I just want to outperform them. Uh, how about a twenty-one? That's more than enough. Um, let's see. They're gonna do a a performance roll to counter you, and they <laughs> they rolled a natural one. So it, so at this point, um, strings break simultaneously. Yeah, I was gonna say. So, uh, Ed, is, what instrument? I Oh yes. Uh, so that's exactly what happens. He he's trying to he's trying to play so hard that he actually snaps uh, like three of his strings. Uh, so he's got like one left, uh, and he is so embarrassed like he this has never happened before in their tour of fake performances as you guys uh but he doesn't know what to do so he kind of freezes on stage uh and just starts playing the one string <laughs> so t- <laughs> but he isn't even changing notes it's just like ding 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 uh kind of like panicked looking around uh to the other fake uh bare naked maidens wondering uh oh, what do we do what do we do what do we do describe the my doppelganger to me Okay. Uh, he's probably a human um, with fake elf ears, and uh, he has grown his hair out very uh, shaggily. He's not, like, grown it out beautifully, and it doesn't take care of it. So it's just, like, a mop of just, like, this disheveled mess that uh, he's tried to, like, part d- uh, down his shoulders, but it's just it it's looks terrible. All right. I will uh, mid-bass solo point my finger at him and use message. I can deliver a whispered message to Okay. Him. <laughs> and I'll just tell him what notes I'm playing so that he can match me. Oh, okay. Oh, Aww. what a nice boy. That's so nice. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming that just happens. You probably don't need to... Okay. My finger. I mean, he can... I assume he are can you... try and resist hearing the word. Well, are you actually trying to help him? Like, to match it? Okay. Yeah. So he'll do it. I'm going to give him a performance roll and advantage then. Um... And he gets, uh, let's say, like a 12. Um, so he is able to, he's kind of like, um, he's kind of, he's, he's like keeping up with you, but almost like a half step behind. I'll, I'll change my playing to match his. Okay. 
So yeah, you are able to uh, sync with your I counterpart. To change my singing, so now it just sounds like one of those YouTube videos where the vocals are shifted. Like that. <laughs> I have The crowd is now clapping on the wrong beat. <laughs> so one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Um, but yeah, so the performance is a. Uh, um, the crowd understands what you're doing though, so you so you hear a few like oh like in the crowd, uh, but you're still winning favor. You guys are at like an all time high here. Uh, so you guys probably go on for this for maybe a few songs, um, unless you guys are changing anything. Uh, let me know. But uh, what are you doing for your big finale? What is your, what is your your triumphant uh, end? It's, it's the set list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I set the set list. Uh, so we are going to play for our a cover of Elminster's Folly. <laughs> a cover of <laughs> Elminster's Folly. Thank you, Jim. Uh, yes. Oh, thank you. Um, and uh, at the at the height of of the of the Elminster's Folly last chorus, uh, I'm going to like put my arm around the fake Ed and uh, just, and, just slip a knife in and use lightning bolts. <laughs> <laughs> out of the hand that's around him okay all right i want it to be the big final set piece yeah go ahead um Uh, okay so let me see what we do here for lightning bolt uh lightning bolt um so uh each creature in the line must make a deck saving throw okay so i'm imagining your arm is around him i feel like your palm is facing you on his other shoulder (laughs) okay 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 Uh, okay, so make a deck saving throw. all right, he makes a deck saving throw. You have him, um, so I'm gonna give him disadvantage because you have your hand is on his back, uh, and yeah, this light, uh, this lightning bolt just rips through his body, and um, it goes for like the next piece of metal, uh, which we'll say is just like a piece of the stage uh, as it grounds out and goes into the ground. But yeah, he turns into like a human uh, fireworks. Twenty nine damage. <laughs> he is unconscious. <laughs> So this this lightning bolt rips through him, and he, um, you know, it overloads all of the um, the if there are lights, I guess so it, it we'll say it cancels out all your magic and stuff. So the whole set just drops into blackness, kind of like a triumphant, just like explosion of sparks. Fuck off the stage. And the crowd is like silent, and you guys slip off stage. I'm, is that what you're doing? But yeah, the, then the crowd just erupts into applause. They are screaming. They're going wild, throwing. They are going crazy, and it's almost turning into like a barroom brawl. But it's um, you know, sort of like a, a there's a good attitude in the in the bar. Is there a man in the back who's ready to attack? Yes, he's. Okay. You see the man just scowling, and he pulls out his bow. No. Um, you do see the, the captain of Waterdeep and he's just like, he's got this very like, wow, this is, I've never seen you guys perform before sort of look on his face. And he's very impressed. Um, he, he looks downright curious to see you guys. (laughs) Nick sucked. Uh, I'm going to, uh, uh, um, go collect our drinks and our chicken littles. And I'm going to tell the group like, Hey, we can't like, it would be lame if we were like just eating in the tavern. If let's take our stuff to our room or their room, which oh, is now our room. Sure. <laughs> are we gonna discuss that? Are we gonna discuss that? You just murdered someone. What about I him? think you just killed someone. I didn't kill him. I knocked him unconscious. <laughs> he is unconscious. Uh, so he's stirring at this point. We'll say it's been in like five, ten minutes. He's like, oh. He's... I, I non-lethally shot him with. <laughs> <laughs> I think I we'll all be better friends for it. I'm not, that gnome is paced. It's it's like a cartoon where his body's stretched out with the feet prints all over him. Yo, why are we not talking about Tyler? Also, you threw a man 
get off stage and a crowd ate him. They gently pushed him. They gently pushed him off stage. I assume we were just hazing them and they're all in the band now. I I think that is a big difference between nudging someone off stage and harnessing the power of nature to (laughs) send hundreds of thousands of volts of energy coursing through someone's system. It was more natural than than their deaths. You think we would be better off with it, right? So your intent was to murder him. No, I non-lethally electrocuted (laughs) Electrocution means death by electricity. Listen, Ed, I know know you still, even after all these years, you still have some imposter syndrome, but you don't need to kill people. Jim, okay, listen, you're you're a vegetarian, you think you're better than us, you don't kill anybody, we get it. Do you think this is conversations the actual bare naked ladies have? Yeah, you're a vegetarian who doesn't kill You don't kill anyone. anyone. I just want you to know that I see what you're doing there, and I don't approve of it. Okay, listen, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the tour's been long. This is our last stop, so let's just let's just all get along. After this, we can retire to our homes for a couple months, <laughs> then work on the new album. I'm sorry, I'm just a little, you know, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling it, you know. I'm sure we are feeling. We just kill people. Maybe we so. just get something to eat, go to I'm a late night record store. There's no we in this. <laughs> what? You just kill. Hey, Jim, can you grab your your doppelganger? By the way, let's ask him what they're all about. I'm afraid to bring him near you, actually. Well, just invite him to the room. <laughs> let's say we'll buy him an ale. As you say that, uh, the <laughs> as you say that the the fake uh, bare naked maidens they actually assemble their their group together. They're like leaning on each other because they're roughed up, uh, and they come up and they just say, "Hey, um, this is a we'll say faux um, uh, Ed talking." It says, "Hey, uh, so you guys must be like the real deal. Um, sorry, uh, I know you did try to kill me, but." <laughs> I guess I kind of deserved it. No, oh, you didn't. <laughs> didn't oh, well, well, thank you. Uh, uh, Foe uh, Jim comes up and he's just like, hey, thanks. He like puts his hand on your back and shakes your hand. I, I I've never played. Kiss him on the lips. Oh, um, uh, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I've never. <laughs> he's not an elf. He has an elf. Yeah, he's, he's dressed as an elf. So yeah, he's. Yeah, it's, he obviously wants to be an elf, so I'm treating him like an elf. You got to treat people like they want to be. You know, sure. You gotta call people he says, I've never played that well in my life. I, I, I can't believe I. I got a, a free lesson with uh you know the real Jim Cregan. That's uh, best lesson you're ever gonna get. Oh jeez, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Everybody? They all say, yeah, what are we doing? yeah, they say we're real sorry. We, you know, we'll, we'll cut it out. It's just we found, you know, we we were originally like a cover band and found that, you know, we kind of did it as a gag and people really responded to it. I'm so glad. I'm, uh, Andy and I are actually teaching a master class down at Warden Caden's basement. Um, oh wow. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. $75 gets you. <laughs> perfect, perfect. 75 c- copper gets you in the door. And, uh, sure. There'll be, there'll be burritos. And, uh, vegetarian burritos. Well, you should really come just for the burritos. Oh, wow. They're sloppy. They're sloppy burritos. What? On D&D, they might be giants. In this world, they're actually giants. They are. They would be eating you. So, uh, as an apology, well... Let us take your stuff. We're going to go, we'll get our stuff out of here. Let us take your stuff. No, like, we're going to take it to your room. You guys sit here, relax. Sounds wonderful here. <laughs> um, you know, we kind of already um, took advantage of the tab a little bit. So we'll try, we'll give him whatever. We'll just tell him to put it towards whatever he was going to pay us. Uh, but we're going we're gonna to go get our stuff out of your room uh, and we'll, we'll take your stuff and put it in there for you. Um, you know, just sort of as, a, as a, an apology. Why are you narrowing your eyes at me? Uh, why are you narrowing your eyes at me, Ed Robertson? That's really nice. Um, uh, here, let, you, can, you can take 
my guitar uh, up and uh, let's, sure. Let me go ahead and heal you. While, uh, oh, thank you. That's very nice of you. Do you want to carry his lightning? No, I I already did. Um, Here, take my bow and short sword too. Yes, let let us take all let's take all of your <laughs> let's let's take all of your important items, uh, and we'll take them over to your room. And you know what? They're still there when you guys get there. <laughs> all right. They totally aren't. I did not give mine. You don't? No. Okay. So you're hanging on to your. Oh, it's a loot. Yeah. like it's gonna kill me. Okay. Uh, so you see them throughout the night taking their stuff out, and they um, they go and book another room, uh, and they um, try to uh, take your stuff up to the room, and um, yeah, that you guys spend the night uh, drinking and reveling with the the town. They might request an encore at some point. Uh, do you guys oblige them? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's probably late into the night that you guys are are. We're gonna play a selection of songs from our new album. <laughs> oh boy! The crowd is a little less excited about that. You're gonna love it. This one is called "That Will Dry." But the the barkeep comes up and says, "So I thought there was something a little off about that." Uh, was, it, was it the mop that gave it away? It was, but I didn't want you know they're not you guys aren't from here, so I didn't want to question it. You know that's kind of rude. Yeah, Thank you. Um, but it's good to see you. I'm glad the, the real band is here. We're Thanks, good. sir. Oh, excellent. You guys, you rallied the... I thought the whole evening was going to be lost, but uh, you rallied it and brought it together, so thank you. Um, uh, I, I, I've cleared the tab of uh, what the other guy spent, so he, he gives you guys like um, free food and drinks for the night, um, as long as you know, keep playing, basically, uh, which you guys are bringing in crowds. This He says, like, this is the best crowd I've seen in, in months. Uh, play with food in our mouths. Yeah. <laughs> chicken <laughs> littles. Oh, yeah. um, you can have all the chicken littles you want, but you don't have time to eat. Wait, no. <laughs> oh, no, my do, nightmare. Do the very naked ladies work for food? <laughs> <laughs> I think they well, this is just, uh, this is just your... Um, for clothes. That's <laughs> you guys didn't actually have this performance scheduled. It's just kind of you're staying here, so you're kind of... Uh, you know, kind of earning your keep, so to speak. So to speak. Well, this room was booked for us by Captain of Waterdeep. Right? Yes. Okay. Um, so he actually comes up and he says, "Just like wow, I'd." Is the I've, name Captain? Uh, you can just call me the Captain of Waterdeep. Um, <laughs> so long. Isn't there like an acronym we can call you? Do you have a name? I mean, you could just. Yeah, it's not a very good acronym. I mean, it's Cal. But uh, I just wanted to say that uh, I was very. I'd never heard you guys before. I was. You could say I was like downright curious to see what it was all about. <laughs> How do you feel now? I, I'm I'm a fan. Oh, you know, good. I'd heard of you guys, but I figured maybe I wasn't into that sort of music. But having heard it firsthand now, it's I'm 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 into it. Yeah. Normally, normally somebody of your age hearing us for the first time wouldn't really appreciate us. Uh huh. Yeah. They would have had to have heard us and liked us when they were much younger. Yeah. I'm. But you know, the, you, you can always be converted um, later on in the, the band's life, and there's I can always go back and listen to it. You know. There's no need no need to hate on the new stuff. That's oh. what I say. <laughs> it's in all aspects of life. <laughs> um, so, yeah, unless you guys uh, want to do anything specific, this will be the end of scene one. Um, you guys have made it to the the tavern and uh, displaced the fake uh, bare naked maidens. And you spend the evening drinking and reveling, having a great time. Um, the concert we're, we're going to say is tomorrow night. So you uh, settle in for the evening unless there's anything specific you guys want to do. No. Okay. I will, uh, as usual, sleep for half as long as everybody else. Just sit and wait. Stare at the rest of them. <laughs> My eyes snap open at like 4 a.m. <laughs> I, I play a very gentle bongo. Here we are again. Sure. Lullaby for everyone. 
All right. Well, you guys all do. Um, I'm assuming you've spent the most of the evening in the common room of the tavern. So at some point, you guys all do go up to your room to retire. Um, and sure enough, if it wasn't obvious before, uh, you find your luggage, but your uh, trademark instruments are missing. Oh, are they? <laughs> yes, they are. Not mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yours. <laughs> you did specifically say. But um, yes, and the and the fake bare naked maidens are nowhere to be found. You see, like an open window in the room on the other side with the the trademarked curtain like blowing in the breeze <laughs> to to make sure yes, it is open. <laughs> Um, but yes, your instruments are gone. What did I tell you guys? Why did you do that? I don't think you told us. <laughs> no, <that's true. laughs> thinking in my head, you didn't say anything. <laughs> you, just, you just glared at me, which to be fair, you do a lot. So. I guess. Well, uh, if the choice is between murdering someone or trusting them, I know what I'll pick. You'll pick murder. Is it yeah. murder? Stolen no, instruments? It's not murder. Oh, sorry, I have a negative one in two. <laughs> I do too. Me too. We're all dumb. <laughs> it took me 300 years to get through high school. <laughs> but you made it. I did. I got my diploma yesterday. So I guess we're retired then? <laughs> I guess. I'll do a solo act. That's Our fine. Instruments are gone. We can get new instruments. There's a, uh, a knock at the door. Uh, I'm assuming you guys answer it. Uh, it's the captain of Waterdeep. Oh, no. oh okay. <laughs> he said go. <laughs> it's the captain of Waterdeep. He says, uh, I, I heard the commotion. Uh, is something going on? What commotion? They took our instruments out they to repair them. What? Uh, oh, jeez. No. They're probably just repairing them or helping to tune them or anything. Oh, no. We should check, though. Yeah, okay. We should check. Yeah. Well, let, let me do a... Uh, I guess we could try and find out where they went. Because, yeah, your, your performance is tomorrow night. We need to get get this back and save the show. Right. So I'll let these three try to find their instruments. I'll practice for the next day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll we'll meet up with you at the end of the, <laughs> end of the campaign. Um, so, yeah, so you guys, um, give me some investigation roles. And the captain of Waterdeep is going to assist you, so take advantage on him. He's got to – he is a an actual, like, guard – uh, so he gives you some clues on what to look for. I got a seven. I got a 16. Okay. Well, your seven is explained because you are practicing on your loot, just <laughs> smugly glaring at everybody else. I'm paying attention as I walk along with them. Nine. Okay. So, let me... Intelligence is not our high stat. No, it's not. Uh, so, uh, Kevin, you are able to find near the windowsill, um, caught on, uh, like, um, a latch for the window, you find a, a particular mark, um, and it's, it's got, like, a bunch of, of... (laughs) It's got, um, a, like, grease and grime on it, uh, and the captain says, what have have you got there? It's the Weezer logo. (laughs) Give me a, um... Let's see what the skills are. Give me, uh, like a, um, history. Yeah, history or so. This is a skill to um, ca- uh, catch something in the city of Waterdeep. So maybe like just straight up intelligence, whatever you think is appropriate. Right, well, I already rolled history. Um, just eighteen. Okay, this is the symbol for the um, one of the uh, thieves' guilds, and um, even further, you you know that their base of operations. You can tell by like the smudge and the grease. Uh, it's in the sewers. Uh, the sewers of Waterdeep. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Are we in Skyrim? Yeah, are we in Skyrim? Uh, yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> so, Thank you. You are able to discern that um, this is the Thieves Guild of Waterdeep, and um, their lair is in the sewers of Waterdeep. So you you are able to uh, piece together these guys must have been in league, or uh, if not members of them, then kind of teamed up with them. Yeah. Okay. I say I'm 
Okay. <laughs> and the captain's like, yeah, yeah. That, sure enough, I've seen these guys operate. They always, uh, you know, make their 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 grab and then they slink off into the the sewers as their escape route. They know it like the back of their hands. So I would suggest that's where uh, you start looking. Oh wait, they're a guild, so they're organized, so we can just ransom our instruments back. Well, that would be too easy. <laughs> wait, we these guys never sell. Anything. Yeah, they never sell anything. Just hoard it. Do you think we can start looking? Yeah, I mean, I can Aren't certainly. You the police. This is the yeah, Waterdeep. <laughs> he he does get. He he looks kind of flustered. He looks kind of flustered and says, "Like, yeah, I mean, you, you know, bureaucracy kind of." My best guys. I can certainly spare some guys, but um, you guys look like capable adventurers. We'll say. Um, we're all level five. Yeah, you look way tougher than any of my guys who were probably level one. So we can send us, you can send like a half dozen level one. Yeah, exactly. People we have to watch and protect and yeah. like. But I think um. That's an escort question. Yeah, I think okay. honestly, my you guys. My first thing. <laughs> my last day on. <laughs> and I'm still level one. Yeah. Uh, I think honestly, you guys would be get better results than my guys. They're not exactly the the Isn't best. Waterdeep like so the biggest city. Correct, but. And, and all of your guardsmen are idiots? Don't be crazy. Man. Listen, I'm just saying. Hey, man. You have to have these really yeah, This is We're an opportunity. Yeah. This is not you know, for you to kill again. Maybe. I, I don't like to kill. I have to kill. The captain looks hurt, and he's like. He's saying he's going to deputize us. Maybe, maybe I won't check out your music then. I, I mean, this is a sort of meet your hero scenario. <laughs> we need more. He's under a lot of pressure right now. Yeah. I'm sorry, cat cows. Ever since Steve left, he just can't. He kind of narrows. He just kind of takes it out. <laughs> he kind of narrows your eyes. Says, "You did try to kill a man, actually. Now that I think about it, to kill a man. starts pulling out his manacles and be like, you know, I've got some questions for you." <laughs> it just I was electrocuting him to unconsciousness. That's a thing that I've done a hundred times. Mages are kind of a thing in Waterdeep, and they don't just kind of electrocute people. Well, a little bit. You had to. You pulled out like uh, components and stuff. Yeah. And like chanted things, which were very clearly not your lyrics. Part of the song, I just did it in between breaths. Well, being a long lifelong, I've decided now that uh, having been a fan of your music, I'm now a lifelong fan. Oh, perfect. So being a lifelong fan, I know all of your songs and lyrics, and that's not one of them. You had a busy night last night, just yeah. listening to our old voice boxes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Spells. Magic mouths, yeah. But yeah, I can. Uh, this particular guild, they they operate in this section of Waterdeep. Um, there are, are various thieves guilds within various thieves guilds within the city. What a difficult phrase. <laughs> uh, so uh, I can point you in the right direction. There's, um, I, I know a particular, <laughs> I know a, a special sewer grate that they use. <laughs> it's got like a, a sign on it, you know. There's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think if you want to get them back in time, yeah, I could certainly put my my boys on it, but I don't think they're going to be able to do it in you time. You know what? Look, where's the nearest? music shop in town we'll just buy new instruments in okay that works too <laughs> uh moving on to scene three you can't no how can be all right <laughs> proceeding proceeding through scene two is that real it's my coffin they're gonna bury me in it when i die jesus jim well after all you're you're all long dead i mean ten thousand years from now when i finally <laughs> travel west i'm <laughs> I'm just glad I don't have to see you die, Jim. I'm glad I'll go first. <laughs> uh, that's the pain of being an elf. Everything you love falls to ash. And I just want to impress the cow. 
I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Tyler Stewart. Dwarf. Dwarf Vibrarian. I appreciate you using my full name. <laughs> and race and class. Well, you used my full title, so. Yeah, Captain of Waterdeep. It's not, not a good acronym. Uh, anyway, but... um. Yeah, I'm. I I just have to say, I mean, I was. I'm a big, real big fan of you guys now. So, um, I am gonna put my men on this. So, if we do happen to find them, we will be sure to let you know. I'll get my best, my best agents on this. Um, it just makes me downright furious that that this happened. So, I just want you guys to just hey, just watch me now. I, I'm furious. I want to, I want to help you guys. So. Uh, how about this? We'll cover this this section. He lifts off like a couple streets and stuff. So you guys take this this part of the sewers, where yeah, are, and we'll cover the entire. Rest of the <laughs> yes, <sewers laughs> and have a very uneventful scene too. Yes, exactly. Okay. We're gonna cover ninety nine percent. We just want you to cover this one little this area Makes here. Uh, okay, so you guys go down to the common room again to kind of get ready to set out, um, and you see Andy Cregan talking with. Give me another insight or or wisdom to recognize. This one's gonna be much easier. Some wisdom. I got a five. How about a twelve? Oh, dang, I'm rolling good. Yeah. Dice are kind to no one but Leslie. Twenty-one. Oh, it's your, it's former frontman Stephen Page. He, signing autographs. Uh, he's uh, chatting with Andy, but um, it's been a long time as with the rest of you that he's seen Andy. So it's just kind of like, hey, how you been? Blah blah blah. He's. Kevin and Stephen in the band together. Yeah. Ever? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah for yeah. a while. I go through like a full range of emotions. I, I'm happy, but then I'm angry, but then I sure. like, love splashes across my face. And, and there are people. Uh, I go the, on a face journey. I do, yeah, <laughs> truly. The, the the there are fans flooding him. I mean, this is this was the man uh, of the B the BNMs, <laughs> so the bare naked maidens. Uh, so he is just he's signing autographs. He's chatting with the fans. Um, you know, kind of schmoozing with them. Uh, and he sees you guys and says. Oh, hey there. So good to see you all. We missed you so much. Oh, I missed you. Sides and just like <laughs> run over to him, give him a big, big old Oh, he, kiss. he gives you the, the triple elf kiss. He's not an elf. Uh, he's a tiefling, uh, but he does it perfectly uh, as if he were an elf himself. Does this taste of licorice? Uh-huh. And they always tasted of two things. Jagermeister's <laughs> traditional uh, flavor combo. He actually has a... Licorice and despair. Well... That's the Oh, I was going to say licorice. Yeah. <laughs> you described the same flavor twice. <laughs> licorice and licorice. Uh, so, yes, he comes up and uh, hugs and does the, the traditional elf kiss. Uh, goes to each of you, and it's just like, you know, he was with you yesterday. See you, Steve. I, I greet him in the ancient tongue of the dwarves. And he returns in the, the traditional... <laughs> sounds like two rocks grating together. <laughs> but, uh, a tear escapes my eyes. I think of the halls of my ancestors. A single pebble rolls from your ass. <laughs> Clatters to the floor. But, um, uh, Ed, he comes up to you and says, um, uh, hey, so good to see you. He's, he's kind of like killing you with kindness. Just like, uh, it's, you know, I'm so happy to see you guys... I'm a real big fan of what you guys have been doing. It's it's good work. Um, I'm really, you've really expanded your music chops with since. Thank you. Say no more, my friend. Say no, I hope you've been practicing your harmony. Of course, of course. A journey, I think. It's a well, a bare naked maidens. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, of course. Journey is the other band. So, um, anyway. We're opening for journey. <laughs> yes. We're opening for quest. I think. <laughs> Anyway, um, so he greets uh, each of you, and, and you can tell he's... Uh, give me an insight roll from each okay. of you. 
Um, you guys, I'm assuming you guys tell him about your missing instruments. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you don't. But I start, I start filling out literally everything. That oh yeah, <laughs> every moment. And then we played in Cleveland, yeah. and it was great. And then we played in Cincinnati. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> I brought up a board on the stage, and I didn't know what to do, so I just let it hang there, and everyone. He's hanging. Awkward, and we were just looking at. It. We kept looking at it through the whole show. But we didn't know what to do. He's like. He's like feeding it. He's like, yeah, yeah, come on, tell me more. Come on. Oh, that's that's so amazing. I produce a pebble of quartz from my ear and <laughs> gently press it into his ear. Uh-huh. And he has seen the events of the last week. As he... Oh, excellent. It's just like the the Matrix eye flutter where he, uh, <laughs> oh, I now know everything you've done. Oh, that's so, I'm so, that's so terrible. Somebody took your instruments. Uh, what were the insight checks? Ten. Six. I didn't roll. Oops. No, that's fine. Please. Oh. 21. Uh, so, um, uh, Jim, what did you get? 15. Jim and, uh, Kevin, you can, you can taste the, the smarminess, the, the sarcastic, like, oh, your instruments are lost. That's too bad. Um, for, uh, Ed and, um, Tyler though, he seems completely genuine. Like he's, he's heartbroken that your instruments are gone. My arms are perpetually crossed at this point, but I'm holding back a tear of genuine thankfulness that he cares about us still. He sees it and wipes it away. Oh, and just like, it back. It's fine. I blinked it away before. Shh, it shh, it's okay. We talked about this when we used to tour together. Don't hide them back. Don't hide those feelings. <laughs> and he just, he just like, smarmy smile. Like, give him instantly. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but that's so bad. I'm so... Uh, what are you going to do about the... con? I'm sh I can make just deep noises with my mouth. Like, boom, 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 boom. Yes, I suppose it won't be the same. Um, but, you know, people will just have to see how much... Uh, I'm sure I can bring it home. Um, they can see how much better the band is with me back in it. Uh, uh, <laughs> you, you agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> Did you mean to reference bringing it home? Okay. Yes. Okay. I wasn't sure how many references are intentional how many aren't. Uh, I'm going to look at his fingies. Okay. They are... I look at his toes instead with that critical failure. <laughs> they are perfect. Okay. They are um, gorgeous. Like with juice. You beast all our instruments. Uh, no. Okay. You are not that you're able to see, but um, yeah, he he looks perfect. Uh, not a hair out of place. Okay. Um, there's like a little dust mite that is like in the wind blowing towards him, and it detours out of the way of his foot. <laughs> okay. He's amazing. He's like glowing. I'm just talking a mile a minute. Then and then I like. Jim just sort of like talking, and then and then we went in there, and then just sort of yes, yes, like, just like falls on the ground and just starts like com like convulses a little bit, and then just like he just like lays on. The he ground. clears the room. Uh, he starts like uh, he sets you on your side. Uh, Perfect response. When you, yeah, when you when you lift it up, like some of my hair has fallen out and my skin looks a little ashen and what gray. The? Uh, Jim, are you all right? No, it's just nothing. It's, nothing. it's just it's the, the, the base, my whole crux. Uh, just... Did you? <laughs> did we establish what class? He's a monk. Okay, so um, yeah, he does the Miyagi like hand rub thing and places it on you, and you start to calm. Um, and uh, in the movie Trolls, when a troll gets sad, is like what's happening to me. Is like my my skin is turning green. <laughs> my reference <laughs> point for that is zero. Thank you for explaining. Well, everyone that. else at this table has seen Trolls. Of course. And everyone who's listening to this has seen Trolls. <laughs> when uh, a troll gets sad, they lose their color saker. Jim, Jim, are, are, so we need to get that base back, or else fine. you'll. It's fine. How long can you survive without it? The turning of the moon will spell. Uh, Steven is like nodding along, just like, mm hmm, mm hmm, that's right, that's what? right. You knew that? I believe it. Yes, you didn't. <laughs> no. No, no, he looks at he stares at you accusingly. You didn't know that about your bandmate, uh, Jim Cregan. 
yeah. Andy has uh, joined you at this time, and he's just like, he looks very worried because he he's heard that the instrument is lost, and he knows that a Cregan can't survive without their instrument. Andy, what's your Horcrux? Uh, whatever I played. <laughs> you played every I instrument, don't... buddy. Everything. Oh, everything is my Horcrux. He's always has always has. Destroy everything. <laughs> there is a symphony that constantly follows him around, and he rubs up against the instrument when he needs to. My Horcrux is a concept. He's been a soul among many instruments. Just a feeling. And of I joy. poured myself into my bass. Yes, you did. Wow. It's okay. All right. So we need to get that Literally back. Literally and figuratively. Oh, God. I'm sorry, Jim. I, I had no idea. Well, okay. oh. Stephen says. There we go. I lost a tooth. <laughs> no, no. Well, Stephen says, um, uh, I. I just eat vegetables, so I don't even need them. <laughs> it's so soft. <laughs> it sounds like you guys have a plan to get them back. So what I'm going to do Our is. The plan is to go into the sewer. <laughs> it's. Ooh, that sounds terrible. We have an idea of a concept of a. I mean, that. It's better than nothing, though. I mean, yes. I mean, you don't have you have a, a very specific part of the city you're you seem to be searching. So, um, what I'm gonna do is um, prepare for the worst. I, I'm gonna go to the sets, and just in case, I'll start preparing my um, you know like a set minus your instruments and, and your loot only, where we can, you know, at least scrap something together. So, uh, if you need anything, I'll be there. Okay. Is that a very good song? I'll be waiting. No, I'll be, I'll be waiting. If you need anything, then looking up. He's <laughs> on list. If you need anything, then just uh, come to the stadium where we're performing. It's called the Shoebox. <laughs> Great. Uh, okay, we can do that. All right, let's head to the sewers that uh, Cow told us to go to. Sure. Uh, okay. Can Cow's last name be Abunga? <laughs> Cow Abunga. <laughs> Okay, uh, so you guys, um, <laughs> uh, the captain of Waterdeep, cows, water. yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Mr. Abunga, um, takes you, Abunga. Captain Abunga, there is Mr. Abunga, <laughs> you can call me Captain, <laughs> captain Abunga, uh, takes you to a, a sewer grate, it's in like a back alley, uh, and he says, yeah, this is normally where we, we catch him creeping in, and I've given strict orders to my men before, you know. The, usually what they steal are little baubles, little trinkets, a, a pouch of gold. So I, I tell them not to go in after them. It's not worth their life. Um, so beyond this point, really, I don't I don't know too much. But um, if you are able to find them, um, he gives you like maybe like a little like the equivalent of a flare gun, like a, a wand with a, a wand of alarm from uh -huh. uh, your Strahd campaign, where it shoots off like a flare and yeah. a loud noise. It says, uh, shoot this and we'll come running. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we'll still hear it. We're going to be down there with you, just in a different... Hopefully, it doesn't just echo everywhere, and it's impossible to discern. But, um... I like that this is a world with dragons and, and giants, and you're like, I tell my men not to go after the... <laughs> after those thugs. Not worth dying. I mean, you've played Skyrim. Whenever a dragon shows up, uh, we, we just run around and shoot arrows into the sky. And when it lands, I run after it with my sword, <laughs> me by myself. But luckily, I'm one of those um, important NPCs, so I only ever get knocked out. <laughs> I never die. <laughs> there you go. I try to I stab him. He, he falls limp, and it says uh, Captain of Waterdeep has been knocked unconscious. Okay, wait, wait, so he's going to be really angry. He's going to be really mad at you. <laughs> he just told me he was immortal. Stop trying to kill people. All right, so, so you start to go in, but he gets back up and walks up to you, and you're you're pulled into a conversation. He says, stop right there, criminal scum. <laughs> All right, let's rewind. Okay. I don't you do the quick load. Yeah, you, you do the quick load. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Time travel. 
Uh, you guys are coming into the city of Waterdeep. <laughs> it's oh, the last shit, time you quickly. <laughs> so yeah, he uh, he pulls the grate up and over to the side, revealing a ladder that goes down into the sewers, and says, uh, "All right, best of luck." Um, Boy, if Stephen Page touched it, it'd be an okay, right? Not a great. <laughs> It would be a fantastic. That was very funny. Good job. Thanks, Kev. I live with him every day. We used to share an apartment together, an old apartment. Yeah. Have you been there? Oh, I broke no. in just a couple weeks ago. Did you really? Mm-hmm. How is it? That's where we used to live. Wow, I know, but how so is I, it? I don't understand why they painted the walls. Wow, that's weird. They changed the locks? Yeah. You had to break in? Yeah. I'm an elf. <laughs> I don't use locks. Oh, I forgot that elves don't lock anything why would we everything comes if someone takes something from you you just wait for them to die hey but what if somebody jim here's what i'm curious about as we're going down the sewers here what if somebody takes your life which is what's happening are you okay with that yeah you are why why wouldn't i be because you have a lot to live for bud you have a a brother you have a a family presumably you have a you don't have a family i don't have families I can't believe I've never asked you about this in the many years we've yeah, been a... it's really weird. Steve and I used to talk late, at, <laughs> late, at, late into the night about this sort of thing. And strange, I always thought it was weird that you just never asked me any personal questions <laughs> at all. Treating me like I was some sort of object. But, you know, that's just how you are. No, I'm, I'm asking I'm, now. I'm a better person now, Jim. Okay, all right. This is, you're playing as the narrator from Gordon. Yeah, <laughs> so. okay, I guess. Who I've decided is Ed now, well, apparently. <laughs> Seventy-two years ago, I came out of a tree, uh-huh. exactly as I am now, with all my knowledge. <laughs> Good God! I, I think nothing and internalized nothing. <laughs> I I think Andy is with you guys, um, because only Stephen separated with you, and he's just nodding along like this is common knowledge. Like, yeah. But wait, wait, wait! You knew everything that you would ever know. You haven't learned, no. so no, you knew that you would be in a band. Yes, and every, I know everything that will happen. Yes. He came out of the tree playing his instrument. My name? Yeah, Kevin. Where is your base? That's why not? Because <laughs> solve somebody's problem. Because he yeah. doesn't know. <laughs> he does know. He knows everything that he's why, born why, with. Why him. would I? Because then we can make you whole again. But I, I don't tell you, therefore I can't tell you. <laughs> oh, oh, I had. So you think this is the first time I've lived this life? <laughs> Jim, this is this is, this is a lot. This is, yeah, this maybe is, maybe we should have this discussion after. We yeah, maybe so. Experience. We should have maybe. Else feel, tasting blood. <laughs> no, Jim, I think you're having a stroke right now. Yeah, I think, uh, I'm concerned. We've got burnt hair. <laughs> we maybe should have sat and thought letting Evan be an elf. <laughs> no, this is perfect. That's a bad choice. Um, so up until this point, Andy has been with you, but um, you can see he's kind of looking sheepish. Um, he starts disappearing. When yeah, he starts fading. He <laughs> <laughs> says, um, I, I think I'm going to hang up here while you guys okay bye <laughs> so hard to end it's very easy to end npc interaction with yeah yes is it different from the kisses of hello of course oh, it is <laughs> you can't tell the difference okay right. but to them it's a world of difference yeah, right, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i see um it says if you need anything i'll i'll just hang at the tavern um but I'll leave this one to you guys. I okay. Goodbye. <laughs> it's already been years since we've been together again. <laughs> okay, uh, you guys are going down into the sewers, I'm guessing. And uh, 
it is uh, uh, like a typical sewer, very. Oh, it's really nice. <laughs> yeah, it's furnished. <laughs> this is where Count Abunga lives, right? Yes, Mr. Abunga. Okay, good. You see his family, his two children. <laughs> you see Abunga Jr. <laughs> okay, well, I'm looking for tracks. Can okay, sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Do it. Uh, investigation. Perception is more for um, f seeing something like uh, a person. Right. Investigations for like finding objects or details. Okay, I got a 16. 16? Yeah, you're able to very clearly see um, in the sludge um, just like some footprints. And uh, you see it looks like they were carrying something heavy or unwieldy. I want to see if I can smell my drums. Okay. <laughs> uh, can I cast detect magic? Sure can, yeah. For eight. Uh, you think you can? Um, it seems to be emanating from the whole area. <sighs> gold is just so heavy. Go ahead. Uh, Six pounds of gold. Oh, okay. It just happens. Sure. Um, your your instruments themselves are probably somewhat magical. Um, so you see... Uh, boogered? <laughs> oh, I thought you said boogered. Just like boogers all over. Um, also <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you see like a faint aura um, in the same path that he's discovered, just leading off deeper into the sewers. It like goes off and then takes a, a side passage. Um, you can see like the the faint aura. It, it's like fading uh, as you're looking at it, but uh, you see a discernible path, and you can probably even recognize the your the aura of your instrument. You've been with it. So. <laughs> sure enough, yeah, it's uh, even the whispers are magic. Just like help, as they fade away. <laughs> Uh, yes, but you guys are able to follow the trail. Um, I'm assuming you're following it. Uh, and you... Okay, you go back to the tavern. Uh, and... Cal went in the other 99%. Yes, the other 99%. He goes the opposite way. He comes down the ladder and goes the opposite way. Says, it seems like it's going that way. It's, it's the scene from, uh, the... Uh, the Dark Knight Rises, where the cops all flood in, but they go in the complete opposite direction. You have an intense memory for that movie. <laughs> hey, you know me, my with my eidetic, uh, yes, uh, just for movie scenes and strange bits like that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so you guys uh, follow the trail, and you will come to a passage where there's um, it's kind of like a long tunnel um, lengthwise, and then there's various little side mini passages. Uh, there's probably like one main one that's like um, where if it were to flood, you know, it kind of is like a release uh, chamber or something like that. Uh, but then there's also like little tiny ones where you they're not quite big enough for you to go into, but you can like see you it might be able to like squeeze in the front of it. Um, but yeah, this this chamber is just littered with them. And you you guys are making your way through this. Uh, I'm just going to keep going unless you guys want to interject. Stop. Okay, you stop. <laughs> Everyone inspect those tiny little... They said little tiny in their name. So little tiny pipes. I'm still detecting magic. Am I detecting anything? Yes, you're still able to follow the trail. Okay. I will use my ranger senses, my keen elven <laughs> senses. Okay. I'll, I'll just sit there and listen for a second. And I'll do this like, this like low deep hum. Okay. My bass will it'll, it'll resonate. Yes, you hear down you hear down the tunnel. <laughs> and uh, you also spot an elk, just like it <laughs> looks up at you, <laughs> and then. It, it, it like oh, no. it doesn't because I will befriend it. Okay. <laughs> and we'll you. What does it do? It just does it. Oh, I mount up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it looks. <laughs> 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 
It was, uh, this was a bit, but now it's a thing. So yeah, you are mounted on this elk. Kind of like Frodo post ring race. I'm just okay. like leaning over on it a little bit. It, uh, it like nuzzles you and-, and you, Just name your elk. It, it imparts the, um, like the mental link with you and says like, it'll be okay. We'll get you through this. Timberly. Timberly. Timberly elk. Do we all have uh, dark vision? I'm a human. <laughs> you're, I think you're able. Someone's able. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm just going to cast light. Okay, oh, perfect. So. Ah, oh, 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 jeez. I'm going to cast light on your elk, though. Yes, he's glowing. Oh, shit. That's awesome. And he's doing, like, the um, like the Bambi King of the Forest, like, pose, like, chest out. But, like, uh, like almost like. <laughs> yes. Uh, almost yeah, like. It's like, whoa, that was weird. <laughs> he's doing like the show horse, like, clop where he like lifts his are legs. You, are, you, are you doing dressage with this elk? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just barely hanging off. Yep. I don't know how to ride. Why is there an elk in the suit? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's he did yeah, his ranger. So he did his ranger sense. Why not? <laughs> and I'd like to reward that, so. As a mountain dwarf, I uh, pull up my shirt. <laughs> and then I, I press my bare stomach against the stone wall. Oh, yes. Can I detect anything from that? Oh, give me a roll to detect. Uh, I got a uh, 14. Uh, it says, um, you, you get this from the stone. It says, welcome back, Tyler. So good to see you again. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Is this, is this the meld? Is this where you join us? And you start to sink into it a little bit. Big, big, uh, I really want to sink into the stone, but I force myself to back away. Uh, understood. It's not. It's not time yet. Understood. I look at him befriending an elf, him sinking an elk. An elk. Sorry, and I'm just baffled at like what is happening. Yeah, you're you're trotting through like the the shit and the 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 muck and just. Everyone's having a magical experience except for me, who smells like shit. I my wizard robe is covered. Yeah, human is just. I'm a human. <laughs> and that perfectly that, that resonates with your character too because you've got like the imposter syndrome yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone else is like becoming one with this environment and you're just like how could i change this to suit me the stone tyler it speaks and says like i saw your your other half being dragged through it's over in this direction it gives you like directions down this side passage and then go forward this amount okay maybe like i turn to the group and show them and now there's a tiny map on my tummy yes uh and and you can tell that um uh jim is able to he reads the map as as if he ha already had it in his mind uh and kevin um says yes i can see the tunnel they went down here i can see the traces of magic of our instruments um Everyone except uh, <laughs> Ed knows exactly what they need to do. And he's just complaining. He's trying. He's trying to keep up, and he like trips and falls into the sewage. He starts panicking that he's drowning. Except that uh, um, Tyler comes over and just lifts him up by the scrub, which is saying saying something for a dwarf. Uh, lifts you up and you puts you on your feet. I swallowed a lot, Tyler. <laughs> Oh, what do I do? Uh, so you guys make your way down this passage. I'm going to get buried. <laughs> oh, no. You guys are going down this you passage. Me? I mean, once you get ill. Oh, thanks. I have to wait for it. Healing spells don't cure pink it eyes. It's coming, though. <laughs> 
you guys go down this passage um, and you see like the tunnel, um, you start like weaving in and out of these tunnels. You, It's almost labyrinthian. And if it weren't for your various methods of keeping track of where you were, you feel like you would have been, Ed, you are lost. Yeah, right. <laughs> so. Um, are you sure you guys know where you're going? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, yes, yes. They GPS their way to this uh, tunnel here, and there's a big, like, grandiose um, circular entrance um, with, like, uh, there are bars, but there's, like, the the, the square entrance uh, opening in the bars that you can go through. And you see, like, a, um, uh, like, torchlight or something. It's a flickering light uh, in the room beyond. And uh, it's probably about, we'll say, like, 60 yards away. And there's an, a, a long stretch of tunnel to get there. Same thing. There's, like, the various openings and... Uh, um, uh, other entrances to other tunnels and there's just like a, a bunch of different openings here but they, it's a straight shot that you guys are able to see here uh you guys start heading uh, wait, thanks later before we go do uh-huh. this does feel like we're, we're building to maybe so i think i'm going to do some buffs um oh okay. i'm gonna do bless so you bless up to three creatures of your choice within range whenever a target makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled the attack roll or saving throw and hey there's three of you oh. there you go mm -hmm. there you go i have a question for kevin do you do you worship your like mom because you're a like half angel yeah okay <laughs> yep that's a it's a weird prayer she's very nice is anybody not wearing armor who i could use some mage armor who could use some mage armor I should... probably you uh yeah i'm casting mage armor on myself okay so you're casting mage armor on yourself yeah. i realize i totally missed my chance to do the one wikipedia thing i know about my character oh what's we, that? Can, we can set it up and edit it back in okay all right, all right great so thanks what, what's, that, what's that up to you i actually worship my brother who gave me a leukemia transplant and saved my life oh Ooh. i love that thanks wikipedia thanks. are you on the kevin heard wikipedia as we speak maybe <laughs> and when he did it it was such a selfless act that he was ascended yeah, he was he by your mother I so i think he did an interview um of that once we should drop in a clip <laughs> You don't control where the clips go, Jared. You don't have that power. Hey, while we're in a... His name is Sean, by the way. Sean. Oh, thank you. Wow, I'd never heard... Just the god Sean. Wow, I've never heard that clip before. Thanks for putting it in, Saker. <laughs> so, you guys seem like you're kind of preparing for battle. Is anyone else doing anything besides uh, Tyler... Or not Tyler, um, Ed and Kevin? The 56 pounds of gold that I'm carrying... <laughs> How much gold do you have? I have 565 gold coins. 560. You got like 533. Look how much gold. Oh, good lord, I, I do have a lot of gold. coins weigh a pound, so we're just walking. Do they really? Wow, I never knew that. 582. Yeah. So. How much did we have in straw then? We had like 6,000 gold. Oh, yeah, you guys were. And again, I was a half orc barbarian. I probably could have carried it. I'm preparing to possibly become angry. Okay. And uh, that leaves uh, Jim. Are you doing anything? Just, uh,. It just sort of slowly fading. Okay. Uh, well, well, nothing happens. You guys get to the end and find your... No. Uh, so... Actually, I'm going to do one more thing. Uh, I'm going to cast Enhance Ability on Tyler, uh, and I'm going to choose uh, Bulls... For our listeners at home, what is uh, what does it do? Uh, so it allows me to choose uh, one of several magical enhancements uh, to put on a character. I can choose Bear's Endurance, Bull's Strength, Cat's Grace, Eagle's Splendor, Fox's Cunning, or Owl's Wisdom. And so I'm going to choose to do... Um, and the TLDR is uh, whenever for whichever stat you choose, he, he now has advantage on those uh, checks. Okay, yeah. So any... Uh, 
you get plus four bonus to strength that has benefits to melee attack rolls and melee damage. Nice. Cool. Okay. Uh, so you, it does seem like you guys are prepping for battle. So in, normally um, there's something called passive perception, which is just kind of like your peripheral vision. But you guys seem to actually be expecting a fight. So give me an actual perception roll. And the lowest, uh, we'll say the lowest you can do is your passive perception. Well, I'm glad because I critically failed. <laughs> 18. Which makes sense. Okay. I'm real sick, guys. <laughs> new, new die for, for, for Jared. No, still not good. Six. Sorry, say that again. Uh, give me a perception roll, but the worst you can do is your passive perception, which should be on your sheet. Rolls good again for 16. All right. Uh, so I, I heard a 16 and 18, so that is uh, more than enough. You guys start uh, passing, and you see in these shoots uh, little green and red beady eyes looking out uh, in pairs of two. It's not like a spider or anything. Um, and um, the 18, uh, who was that? No, just uh, some of them are a pair of red eyes. Some of them are a pair of green Are-y eyes. <laughs> in the oh, that's true. Um, but they're they're glowing eyes. Um, and um, Ed, you are able to see that they are um, tiny little what looks like demons. You they're probably tiny. they're important. Yes. Uh, give me an arcana roll to see how how much you recognize it. I am a sorcerer whose arcana <laughs> check is not very good. Okay, so and yeah, they are like d- demons though, little imps and um probably goblin-like creatures okay. um but um they start pouring out of these um these various openings and uh, <laughs> oh, careful careful these are bad creatures they are screeching and screaming uh and they start pouring onto you guys and because you were able to prepare they don't get the the drop on you and you are able to um get into like a sort of um Almost like a, a unit, almost. You guys uh, kind of circle up around each other. How doomed is the elk, though? Oh, the, the elk is in the middle, like, giving commands. <laughs> uh, so give me initiative rolls, everybody. Okay. And the way I like to do it is um, the monsters all go at the same time, if they are the same group of monsters. Ooh, that's good. Did you get 18? 18. Yeah. What's your plus? Is, is I it plus two? Plus. Oh, okay. I rolled a, a one. Oh, Tyler's <laughs> That's a two of them. Um, Evan? I got 23. And Ed slash Saker? 20. All right. Okay, so you guys um, are in the sewer, and the, the uh, imps have started uh, flooding in from the various entrances, and they are starting. They haven't quite surrounded you yet. It seems like the, the majority of them are behind you to like cut you off first and then surround you. But you guys were preparing um, for something, so I'm, uh, you were not caught unawares. And uh, so what are your... We're, we're going to say we have initiative rolls, but you're not quite in initiative yet. This is like the, the couple seconds leading up to it. Hey, be careful. These are dangerous. Great. Dangerous Thanks. creatures. <laughs> it's called Flavorgram. Maybe you'd appreciate it. See, we're about to fight in a sewer. I'm going to call the captain for help. So I yell, Cowabunga, dude! <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Way off in the distance here. <laughs> Riding like a sewer wave. Uh, what about the rest of you? I will uh, look really excited. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm like, How dare you presume to touch me? <laughs> uh, the elk says we should make our way forward into this where there's more room to maneuver. Are they attacking us? Are they? He imparts to you in his mind link. Why would we do that? So that we have we are not uh, surrounded here. Well, they're just fans. And then I'll pull out. I don't think they're just fans. I recognize them from the little plane show we did. 
Hey guys. <laughs> Lower point. Now, now, Jim, I've known you all of ten minutes, but it feels like my entire life because it, it feels like some sort of magic has overtaken me. But if you think that's best, oh, yeah. I will trust you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm willing. I'm willing to trust my life with you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then we hold here. Yeah. I'm gonna take out my. Uh, quarter staff okay know, and and prepare for battle all right so the battle is joined um so up first is evan i will say um zonax right <laughs> and then i'll just pull out like the like the assigned headshot and like just hand it to the imp like ah, so nice to see you down here um there is one named zarnax and he <laughs> takes the photo and just rips it up and just I saw your show, and you didn't sign my head. Oh, wait, that was a signed head. That's what I was mad at him about. No! Oh, thank you. And uh, he's content. Yeah, he walks off and goes into the sewer pipe. It's 740. Yeah. There's plenty for everyone. Just, just if, you, if you'll just queue up. Is that all they want? Well, it depends. Uh, all right, I pull out my stack of headshots as well. Okay. Uh, me too. All right. Is this right. your your guys' turn? Yeah. Uh, so the imps, um, they start to swarm you. Uh, they start taking the headshots. And how many do you guys have? Uh, I would assume hundreds. I have 250. Okay. We have, oh, we have, instead of... One of them grabs the stack. Instead of going over headshots. One of them, grab, one of them grabs the stack. He's got, uh, in, w in one hand, he's grabbing the stack. And on the other hand, he's got an eBay listing for signed headshots. Oh, of, shit. Uh, and he, yep, and he's just taken as uh, as many as you're given. He takes the whole they stack. Are, they are demons, so we kill them. No. Uh, sure. I, we've been kind of okay. freestyling it. So uh, I, I would like to point at the one on eBay and say, "How dare you, scalper!" and cast Sacred Flame. Okay, I believe I need a Dexterity saving throw if I remember correctly. Uh, you are correct. All right. Uh, how about an eleven? I'm assuming that's a failure. <laughs> yes, I think so. Correct. Okay. Give me some damage. Eight. Uh, so that is more than enough to incinerate this imp here. Um, except I just read he has magic resistance. So, <laughs> um, so it it it's, uh, fries him, and you expect that it would just fry his smartphone. Uh, <laughs> no, because it's a um a Nokia, one of the old like brick phones. <laughs> it, it it looks better. It's like buffed. Um, on his laptop, I said. <laughs> but yeah, it cuts the Wi-Fi on his laptop. So he's like, no, I was just about to hit place. Um, so, but uh, it does uh, fry him and you you feel like it should have just incinerated him. But his magic resistance, you see like a little uh, demonic shine of light as it repels some of the flame. But he is uh, injured uh, severely, but he's not quite dead. Um, so next is uh, the imps. So the imps uh, flood over you guys and just start tearing at your belongings. And you can see, pretty much, I won't make you guys roll for perception. They seem to be um, like rabidly just taking any, oh, you got a little trinket? Oh, I, it's mine now. I'm going to take it. Um, my, my apples. It's okay. Uh, and you can you can hear little whispers in your ear just saying like, oh, Ed, I've always loved you. I'm your biggest fan. I just want you to know. Uh, and you can feel he's like snipping a locket of your hair. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna yell at them. So stop, stop, stop! If you stop, I'll prepare you a meal. A meal prepared by a bare naked lady. <laughs> a bare naked maiden. Bare naked maiden. 
Uh, let's see what they think about that, actually. Um, there, Some of them are into it, so uh, some of them uh, stop taking your things and they wait off to the side, but about the half of them... Yeah, yeah they're waiting. they got little paper plates. we like, I can't wait, I can't wait. Uh, the rest of them are coming on, though, so they are going to attack each of you. Uh, Ed, they don't really do too much damage to you. Um... Jim, they don't really uh, even touch you. You kind of just uh, elegantly smooth, uh, smooth to the side. side, I was going to say. Collapse out of the way. Yes. Um, uh, Kevin, they don't uh, get any hands on you. Ooh, but uh, Tyler, they do just start uh, scratching and clawing at you and start uh, ripping at your belongings. And uh, in the process, (laughs) pretty much. And in in their uh, chaos, dwarven hair is like shark teeth. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want that. (laughs) Dwarves are born with all the hair they'll ever (laughs) have. And in their chaos, they do uh, seven points of damage to you. Yeah, I think they regrow teeth. Yeah, I think that's. Every time you pull out a dwarven hair, a new one pops into place. (laughs) So like normal hair. Uh, So next is um, uh, I believe everybody wins. Did I miss somebody? Except uh, Tyler. I mean, I just yelled. I yeah, take that first one is kind of chaotic there, so I just kind of let you guys do what you want. Uh, so, Tyler, it's uh, down to you now. I want to use my rustic hospitality skill. <laughs> of course you do, Magnus. <laughs> okay. I want to I wanna yell to them, like, all right, everyone gather around. I'm going to tell you a, a story from our tour <laughs> that no one has heard before. Okay, give me uh, some sort of roll to... The sort of souvenir you can't get anywhere else. Give me a uh, perform or... It's a 20 because of my plus save. Two puffy shirt. Okay. Um, yeah, so you uh, you start weaving a, a rustic tail. Um, and sure enough, the ones that were clawing all over you, uh, they scramble immediately. And like uh, good little children sit in front of you like in a, a semicircle. Uh, and they just start. Uh, they start nudging you. So, Shh, he's gonna. He's gonna tell us. Shh, okay, shh. so I'm telling them, and I'm. He's going like, to tell. He's going to tell. Uh, he's going to like tell. Quieter and quieter too, so that everybody's rapt attention is on me. So I, I don't know what that's gonna do mechanically, but I'm hoping I give some sort of advantage to my. Oh yeah, they are. Their attention is entirely focused on you. Uh, so half of them now are waiting for the meal that was promised, and half of them are waiting for your tail. Uh, there's like a crowd in the middle that's kind of like waiting on both. They're waiting for in line for the food, but they also want to hear the story. So they're, they're, they're waiting in line, but they're, they're looking at you like their head kind of cocked. Like they're, they're trying not to pay attention, but they can't not. Exactly. Uh, so back to Evan. Uh, well, they're waiting comfortably, so I'll, I, is there something I can do to assist you with the meal? Uh, uh, chop these up. I'm going to hand you two apples. Okay. <laughs> apples. Okay. Uh, we'll just say you're doing, um, in D&D, there's a help action, which gives you advantage on your meal prep. Great. So he's uh, chopping uh, fruits and veggies for you. Uh, unless you want to do anything else as well. I have a scroll of pedigree. <laughs> you're just presenting? <laughs> <laughs> and in case any, in case there are any doubts... <laughs> I, I, I got to choose background features for everyone. So I just choose that. how bad the scroll of pedigrees for yourself? Yes. Why, yeah. Use the live reading. Why, yes, I am a Duquesne. <laughs> Here's the the scroll that proves I can't it. Remember. I was. I know that you are a uh, folk hero. Mm-hmm. And you're privileged. I'm entertainer. What was yours, Kevin? Hermit. Hermit. That's right. Kevin living alone. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Ed, over to you. Uh, okay, so uh, with the the, the cut up apples, uh, I'm going to uh, to to cast uh, 
Oh boy. Like, I'm gonna cast like That's all you cut up was apples? Yeah. <laughs> all you did was this is like a soccer game at halftime. You I'm like... cooking them with lightning bolts. <laughs> so I'm so this is my You hand out orange peels. So I'm going to roll plus what? Performance? Whatever you think is appropriate. And at advantage because he's out he out. Yep. <laughs> Thank goodness. Uh, there so you go. Yeah, that's more than enough. So you really, prepare. The plan was just to cut up the apples, but then I provided like actual food. Yeah, to, no, to I well, okay, we got some tofu and some okay. onions and I'll fry these. And then I'm, I'm feeding it to them. Yeah. And the two apples that I cut up were an apple of charm and an apple of charm. <laughs> well, hold on, I just used that one. An apple of poison. Okay. <laughs> so this is this is the uh, Applebee's commercial where it gets really quiet because everyone's eating. Okay. Um, and then yeah, half of them die and half of them <laughs> are immediately just like, mmm, this is in incredible. Wouldn't it be great if you hurt your friends? <laughs> and they say as they start nodding slowly as they start taking their like, razor sharp claws and dragging it along the necks of their uh, compatriots. Um, and yeah, and the other ones, they start, uh, like throwing up blood, uh, as the, the poison takes hold. Um, and you slaughter half of the imps in the room. Um, and some of them are, These apples are delicious. and, uh, Leslie, let's go to you. Um, so as he's passing out the apples, I'm also going to pass out the supple sauce. <laughs> <laughs> and what does the supple sauce do again? Oh God. <laughs> All right. Uh, go ahead. Just roll a d6 or some uh, evens is hurt. Odds are heal. Uh, okay. It is an even. What did I say? I immediately forgot. <laughs> okay. I will roll a d6 for how much hurt. That would be a five. <laughs> All of us take hot okay. soup to the mouth. Yeah. Um, so they are eating the poison apples and drinking the, the hot soup. <laughs> Uh, soup. <laughs> I'm take soup. a big old swig of that. All right, roll roll a d6. Yum! Oh. <laughs> take three. Uh, roll a d6 for how much damage it does. Oh, that's, that that's was for heal. that was. That oh, that was oh, heal. He was just drinking the the Leslie's they already poured, which was yeah. five damage hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So okay. Yeah, I get. You. I would get you're saying. So yeah, five damage of hurt. I love food. So, um, yes, so uh, that is served as well. So between that and the poison, uh, it is enough to kill the half that is that was eating it. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Jared now. Um, Tyler, what do... do food-based warfare. What, what, so here's, here's what I'll do, and maybe maybe you guys can help me with the roll. I want to, like, pull out... Um, Eat these rocks. <laughs> I want to pull out my travel bongo. Okay. And, and start playing softly and, like... I get quieter and tell a story that is more like rhythmic and boring, and I'm trying to put them to sleep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me another perform check. See how well you do. Uh, advantage because um, you're using your travel bongos. Right, so that is 13. All right. Let's give some uh, opposed rolls. Uh, and that is more than enough to, because they have, um, in fact, let's see if they can do even worse. Nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, they rolled five both times. That is more than enough to uh, lull them to um, sleep because they are drugged slash poisoned. Um, and so half the the import has been taken care of. Half of them dead, and the other half asleep, uh, much less tame. Uh, but yeah, you, the path is clear now. And uh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what do you mean? They just wanted to eat. Yeah, we served them. 
killed them. They were fans. You can see one of the uh, the imps um, as they died. They uh, sn like laid on the signed picture of you, just like stroking it, just be like. This... Buddy, we have so many fans. It's fine if we lose a few. We gotta move on. We gotta get our instruments, or you will die. Like they did. Yeah. Just like them. <laughs> you knew all this would happen. I know. You were complicit in your own destiny. <laughs> okay, so you guys press forward into this chamber, and uh, it's just a torchlit chamber. And sure enough, your instruments are just like piled in the middle of the room. Um, give me a perception roll from each of you. Five. Nat twenty. Perfect. Nice. Tyler, you um you actually step and you hear a crinkle as your boot um um presses onto a, a piece of paper that was hidden in the in the dirt and grime. Um <laughs> and you destroy it. Um you find a note, a hand scribbled note. Um <laughs> ooh, and uh on the note it reads um Fucking guys <laughs> Make, you, Tyler. <laughs> make sure you do a good job of hiding those instruments. I'm sick of them getting all the attention when the real talent is being ignored. Take them out and you'll be handsomely rewarded. I'm going to lend you some of my imps to accomplish the job. Ooh, I showed the gang. G what the? I made that gas noise. I didn't <laughs> I recognize some of those imps. Those are the Steve's cousins? Wait, I'm, I'm analyzing... Okay, I'm going to say I'm analyzing handwriting... But what I really mean is, is it big, loopy, elfish, elvish, or is it like... Yeah, because all elves write in elvish oh God, script. I mean... You're going to want to cut that out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and as you do this, um, the, the um, uh, what is the song? The surf's up theme uh, comes to a crescendo as the captain of uh, Waterdeep charges in. Looks around and says, there's a lot of dead imps in the hall. Did you guys... Yeah. That's just murder. That's straight up murder. <laughs> yeah, you guys uh I'm glad to see you found your instruments. Um They're monsters though. Did we find our instruments? Yeah, they were they were just in a laying in the middle of the room. Yeah, I'll slide off the elf and then have my base and I'll just crawl in through one of the elf. Is that an elk? How did that get in here? <laughs> it is a glowing elf. Yeah. It's interesting. That's perfect timing because the concert is in six hours. Wow, I thought it was tomorrow for some reason. But, but this whole adventure took us so many hours. <laughs> We're speeding things up for some reason, yeah, unexplained are. off camera. I'll take off all my clothes. <laughs> off mic. And then crawl into the base. Uh, okay, um, I'm going to, so I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to figure out if the handwriting is any sure. ones that I would, sure. I investigation. We all, we all know who's, we all know who's, Eight. Eight? It can be none other than, you have no idea. Okay. Well, actually, you think it's the wrong person, you're like, no, you're, you're going to argue against yeah. me. It's <laughs> the barkeep. Roll an investigation? Sure. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I, I feed the paper into my beard and you hear the noise. Uh so your analysis between all of you is able to your analysis is able to discern that whomever it was, they did a real they they knew that you would do this. They were one step ahead and they hid their handwriting purpose. They like wrote it in their left hand, their off hand. Mr. Policeman, I gave you all the clues, sort of style. Yep. Okay. 
uh, but you are not able to discern who it is. You feel like you feel like you catch that they did this though. That you guys are like doing like um, it's called Yomi, where you're once you're constantly outwitting each other. So you understand that they knew that you would try to analyze the handwriting. Um, so it is somebody you <laughs> you feel like you do know this person, but you're not able to pin it on the exact person. They know us so well, we have to know them well, right? Huh. Well, who had? I'm a hermit. So I don't know anyone very well. Who had motive? Who had alibi? Who knows the bare naked ladies very well? It's the cow. No, it's not me. <laughs> I didn't do it. Could have just been someone we don't know. Yeah. Could have. Could have just been someone we don't. <laughs> but it's perfectly like acoustic. No, no, no. Let's everybody think of a name. And then on three, we'll all say it. Ready? One. Me too? Yeah. Oh, I One, love being part of the band. Two, three. Steven Page. This is good podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> what are we? I said Andy. I think it's a maple syrup elemental. <laughs> no. Yeah, I just said the first thing that came to my head, so just get me. Oh, okay. It's obviously Elminster. <laughs> okay. Cow? I... I thought it was very obviously Stephen Page, but I feel <laughs> bad. I f- what? <laughs> How dare you? I mean, he wasn't—he was in the band, and then he wasn't, and he would never do this to us. Okay, I mean, I—though I, I, he did seem to take special joy in our loss. Really? That's why I kind of feel stupid now. I—I'm sorry, guys. I didn't catch that at all. Yeah, he—he he was really nice. I mean. Yeah, did anyone smart. else notice that? I, I did. I did, but it didn't matter. I did. Yeah. I, I He's like, always like that. Like so I was right. Today. Again. The captain of Waterdeep says. We can go talk to Steve. Mr. Abunga says. I, I was right. Always sounds like he's taking pleasure in others' misfortune. That's <laughs> Again, just how he is. Super racist. Though. I'm just. That's why I overlook it. Jim, that's how just dare how you? How they talk. Ooh. <laughs> I go back to sleep. <laughs> you uh, say that I'm an elf. Shall we? Shall we go talk to huh. Stephen? Wait, yeah. What? Did we, we found the instruments, right? Yes. yes. Can we look on the instruments for any physical evidence? Sure. Uh, I'll save you guys the roll. You um. Send them to the lab. Unless there's. <laughs> Feed them into your beers. <laughs> uh, out of game. Uh, unless there's something you could think of to enhance the story. There's. We'll say there's nothing you're able to to, to find. Um, the captain of Waterdeep says, uh, "I think um, Stephen said he was going to the the stadium where he was." Um, gonna prepare, but where was he last night? That's what we need to figure out. Uh, I don't know. I had no reason to to track him. Not Stephen. Oh yeah. Unless he was in our room, that's technically part of the bar. Oh yeah. Jim, go to sleep, buddy. You're tired. <laughs> Why don't well, let's get out of the sewers here? Let's I guess head back to the tavern and we can figure this out. Okay. <laughs> I think I'll just. Hang around. All right. This could be our new HQ. Okay. We can set up a half pipe there and be a cool place to skateboard, do radical stuff. Uh, you guys head back out into the main chamber. You, you see the guards like uh, lining up all the imps on the wall, like handcuffing them. They're like, you're under arrest. Dead bodies? They're handcuffing us. Uh, half of- They're all just looking at the dead bodies and just like weeping over them. <laughs> what a. What a... It's like a young guard vomiting. Just like... Yeah, the guards are just like, what sort of monsters would take the law into their own hands like this? <laughs> I hate this D&D. <laughs> Very tolerant. Like, even though they're imps, they deserve justice. Everyone is entitled to their life. 
okay uh i'm assuming you guys head back to the tavern and um andy meets up with you there and he's I narrow my eyes at him when i see him what jeez I'm... <laughs> so good to see you oh uh, i i don't want to bother you um uh, and not ed uh Salty. i don't want to bother you jim you're in, you're uh, gestating so <laughs> so i'm covered in amniotic <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the base. Kissy lips coming out of the base. He sprinkles the uh, gestating dust over it to help help the process along. <laughs> it is it is cinnamon, but they call it the dust. <laughs> the spice. Um, so I'm assuming you guys fill him in. He says, Stephen? Oh, I can't imagine. Why would Stephen do that? Now that you mention it, I did see him... He was going over to uh, this is an actual place in Waterdeep that I he don't remember. <laughs> going he was going into he was going he was sneaking into the Watchful Order of Magists and Protectors. It's a school of uh, magical study. That's not funny at all. No, not at all. Uh, uh, the Happy House, <laughs> the Happy House of Magical Japes. <laughs> Boys. <laughs> Happy has a magical That's the place that publishes the book How to Steal Musical Instruments for Dummies. <laughs> what? Well, that Wait. is convenient to the plot. Tyler, do you own that book? No, I mean, I've heard of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there doesn't seem to be any reason for him to go in. It's like a magical university. Uh, I can't imagine why he would be going off into that with well, the concert so close. Let's go talk to him and see if we can figure it out. All right. at the concert. Stadium. He has to be there. Yeah, but what if he knows that we've... He knows that we know. This is some real Yomi stuff here, Jim. What is it? I don't think he did it. Neither do I. I think your brother did it. So why don't we just wait? What? <laughs> Andy <laughs> says right here. No, his other brother. Oh. You mean William... Wandy Cree. Wandy Cree. Wandy Cree. He's such a baby. That's what we... <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, uh, so let's, let's go, but let's have a game plan. When we go talk to Steven, how are we I gonna, love games. Well, how are we gonna approach this? I mean, we can't say, like, where were you last night? My tools include any one type of gaming kit. <laughs> God damn it. The so captain, right here. the, the captain of Waterdeep is here with you, yeah. um, but you can see he's just, like, stewing off to the side. He's like, I can't believe this guy's done this. Furious. This is, no, I was furious before. Now, I'm just full of hate. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he would have done this to you guys, but he didn't. Well, you're right. Just try believing he didn't. Innocent until proven guilty, as as always. It's not our legal system. <laughs> well, in this universe, it is. Okay. Out of game. I'm terrified for Act Four for Cowabunga. He <laughs> <laughs> had a pretty rough arc. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Curious. Furious. Full of hate. Well, don't spoil anything. If you <laughs> if you've been following all, if you're playing along at home. <laughs> His eyes are starting to turn yellow. He's getting sort of pallid. As the four, fourth line of the song goes, now I'm jaundiced. <laughs> Blue veins in his face. Uh, okay, so let's go to the Magic Land. Okay. The Happy House for Magic Japes. Um, the Captain of Waterdeep has like a key for it. Um, it we'll say it's uh, the weekend, so it's closed. It yeah. Uh, you know, if there's any crimes in here, I have to get in. So. <laughs> uh, so he unlocks um, the wing that uh, Andy... <laughs> burnt face man um so he uh, unlocks the wing and um andy says uh, uh you know i'm just gonna hang out here back at the tavern again why don't you ever join us because i'm not exactly i'm not a i'm not an adventurer i mean i'm like level not even level one i'm like a peasant 
Uh, so you guys go on, and um, I'll just meet you at the concert. I'll be here if you guys need me All for right, anything. Bye. All right. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna need you. Okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you guys go into this wing, and it's like um, it is like a school, um, an old, long-standing school. It's kind of a dusty corridors. There's no one really in here on the weekend, um, and it's pretty easy to follow the trail of um, of Stephen, quote unquote, Stephen, uh, and it leads you to this uh, this antechamber uh, where you find that the place has been torn apart. There's like books ripped off of shelves. Uh, there's books torn open, pages ripped out, stuff like that. Um, and in the middle of the uh, room, there is a figure uh, um, in this like this circle of magic. Uh, you guys can give me religion or arcana roles to try and identify what they are. But um, you can see that's 15. 15? Any, anybody get more than that? All right, uh, fifteen. You're you're able to identify that this is like a a circle of like warding, like uh, to keep somebody in, um, and it's even like uh, you can see this person like struggling, but you don't hear any. Of course, because I okay. I think it's <laughs> uh, and these are hamburger rooms. Yes, and to uh to mute the sound inside, so to make it quiet. Time to cast a spell. Sure. Mm -hmm. I want to cast a spell magic. Okay. Um. Wait, is it a humanoid figure? Yes, and there's a, a bag over their head. Um, they are, um, they're, they, you can see that, give me a perception roll, I guess. There is a bag over their head. Uh, perception, perception, uh, 12. Okay. Uh, you are able to see, uh, that their hands are, are dark skinned though. Um, it, it's not quite humanoid hands. Okay. Okay, you dispel the magic of the, and it like goes up in a puff of smoke, uh, all of the symbols, and you hear like uh, somebody just like um, screaming and for help, almost like, oh, oh, somebody, let's give him a big old hug. Oh, I, I feel at ease now. <laughs> is that? Wait a minute. This is your life now. Wait a minute. Is that? Is that a? Is that? I know a gym hug. Is that? Is that Jim? Jim, Jim, it's, it's me, Stephen. Are you out? Stephen. Stephen. And you pull the hood off, and sure enough, it's Stephen Page. He's got like a, a gag in his mouth. What the? Fuck? So says, here, and you pull the gag out of his mouth. Oh, okay. You put another one in. Um, he says, oh, thank goodness. Uh, you, you've got to stop him. He's 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 behind everything. Uh, Andy Cregan, your first guess. He he uh, he kidnapped me and, and brought me here and, and and gagged me and put me in this. I I, I was screaming, but nobody could hear me. Um, I don't know why it must have been some sort of magic circle of mute or something like that. But uh, thank goodness you're here. But but uh, we have to stop him. Um, just watch out. There's somebody else here. They were they were kind of watching over me, and when they heard you coming, they, they scurried off in into cover. How could someone named the Cregan be a bad? Oh, I hear it now. <laughs> <laughs> Your brother, Jim. What did I say? You can trust no one in this world. Well, he's not really my brother. He's my dark twin. Uh, what? This yeah. is like really important information. <laughs> yeah, that's pertinent, dude. What? I didn't, I didn't want to judge people. You can tell us <laughs> more about is... the future knowledge you have. Well, no, it's not future knowledge. I could have told you that anytime. <laughs> so, you know, can you just tell we came out of, If any of you would have listened to my background story, we came out of the tree together, and then you separated from me like my shadow. And to interrupt all of you, you guys are having this conversation. Uh, I need uh, DC... Um, well, that's for me. Uh, I need intelligence saving throws from all of you. And then I go, oh, oh boy. I hate this part. <laughs> oh, is Bless still? 
Yes. Okay, so you guys can roll a d4 to add that to a saving throw. Okay. Hooray. If you need it. Uh, I'm going, uh, has it been, how long has it been after the sewers? An hour, we'll okay, say. So your bull strength but we'll is say, longer in. We'll say it is. Yeah. Legend saving throw, I got a four. Okay. Five. Okay. Ten. Okay. So all four of you feel an immense psychic presence uh, wash over you, uh, and you are dealt um, 12 points of damage each, um, and you are uh, stunned for um, one round as a, uh, a, a very skinny but a purple-skinned monster comes floating down from uh, above. Uh, he was on, like, the second floor of this room. Oh, hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, it's got uh, tentacles for its mouth uh, and a big squishy bulbous head and, like, uh, very spindly fingers. Uh, I think it only has four fingers. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we'll do that. Uh, it's got, like, spindly uh, clawed hands, and it's talking to you uh, in your head. And it says, Mmm, so good of you to join us. I'm so happy you can... The band is all here. <laughs> the Prime Minister of Canada. Yes, it's me, the PM. <laughs> so good of you. Um, I've always wanted to get the band back together. You already said that. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just, you know, my intelligence is so massive, I, I sometimes repeat myself. This is a, uh, a um, Mind Slayer? Mind Slayer. Yes, it's a, a Mind Flayer. Um, it says, now I can make you my own. I can have my own personal little bare naked maidens. <laughs> Uh, uh, what? Okay. Oh. Did, did, did Andy tell you that that this is that you could have us? <laughs> I suppose I can reveal them. I'll go ahead. He monologues for you and tells you that uh, he's in league with Andy Cregan. Um, it's sort of like a, a joint partnership to bring down the band. Um, and it goes on for so long that you guys are able to snap out of your stun. It was only for one round. Okay, it takes six seconds to explain. Uh, so you see, this is what I was doing. <laughs> Um, What's his, what is your name? My name is Mindflay. Uh, like <laughs> Justin Trudeau. Right. Justin Trudeau. <laughs> I didn't come up that far. This is uh, Mindflayer fight. Okay. So um, you guys are able to snap out of it. You can tell he doesn't notice that you snap out of it. He thinks he has a much better uh, hold on each of you. Uh, so what do you guys do? Well, you let you told me I'm playing an Asimer, so I'm gonna do Radiant Soul because, goddammit, if you let me play one, I'm gonna do Radiant. Okay, what does Radiant Soul do? That I glow with Radiant. Oh, jeez. Wings. <laughs> okay. Which is all I've ever wanted in a D&D character. But I would like my wings to look like the keys of my, uh, <laughs> of my keyboard. Yeah, my keyboard. Oh, the okay. Yeah. Okay, so two keyboards uh, come out, like a, the rows of keys come out. Two more radiant damage. Okay. And it plays like a. <laughs> <laughs> they actually they form that way. They yeah, yeah. Um, what are the rest of you doing? I, as a human, also do my feet <laughs> as my race does, and get to my feet. Okay. <laughs> you stand up. Yeah. I rage. Okay. I prepare to work for him for the rest of my life. All right. <laughs> You accept his job offer. <laughs> okay. Uh, give me an initiative roll, each of you. We'll try to make this a quick battle. Eleven. Oh shit. Uh, Nineteen. Okay. Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, so, uh, whichever one you, Jared or Leslie, you guys get to go first. It will be I, Tyler Stewart. Fire. 
Why am I a pirate now? Arr. Um, I'm gonna. Is he? Is he within? Yes, he's he's floating, but only a couple feet off the air. I charge him, double-handed battle axe. Okay. Plus a lot. Eighteen to hit. Oh yeah, that's more than enough. Eleven damage. Okay, so you uh, overhand this two-handed axe. Um, you burst forward, and uh, he is definitely caught unaware um, and doesn't even get a chance to dodge as the first attack slices him. Jesus, man! I, I do have an extra So the first one, yeah, you hit him across the chest diagonally, uh, top to bottom, uh, and cut him very, very deeply. Plenty. 21. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Second attack comes flying uh, upwards. Eight damage. Uh, so 19 damage altogether. So you cut him twice. Uh, um, uh, the first overhanded one hits him diagonally uh, down across the chest, and the second one comes across. Uh, you try or, or you try to like end it quickly, like disembowel him, but he like tucks his tummy in uh, and still cuts him, but it's not uh, doesn't hit the abdominal cavity open. Tummy tucker. <laughs> and uh, uh, but the fight is in earnest now, um, and he is stunned that you guys are able to um, uh, break out of his control. So Leslie. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm going to fly, because why not? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to hit him with Sacred Flame. So he has to make a dexterity saving throw, DC 15. All right, not his best suit, uh, but he does get a natural 20. Uh, so he, uh, like, jets backwards, uh, propels himself as the flame uh, comes down in a column in front of him. It just looks cool. Though. Oh, it looks amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, it leaves a... Uh, scorch on the ground and it's like a it's musical bars uh to like the opening to one of your songs uh and uh, are you gonna do anything else that's pretty much all i got okay uh so next is evan i will i guess run at him with my hands up like you get out of here man you gotta get out of here they're gonna kill you they're gonna kill you these people are murdering they're gonna kill everyone okay you gotta run you gotta run okay Got a seven. <laughs> um, he got a thirteen to resist. <laughs> so I'm gonna say he thinks you're lying, like trying to like. No, no, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay. They're gonna be my friends. <laughs> yeah, they're going to. You got, you guys are gonna be my best friends. Uh, okay, and next is Saker. He's wearing uh, a BNL shirt. <laughs> yeah. A BNL shirt. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, oh boy, buddy. Uh, why not cast lightning bolt? I have one more cast of it left. Okay. So uh, he rolls a uh, deck save. A uh, he's going to fail that one. Only a nine. Cool. I roll a bunch of d6 for Hurdies. Six, uh, 11, 12, 17, uh, 23, Jeez. 25, Damn. 30 damage. Wow. Eight d6. This lightning bolt rips into him, and he is wearing some metal armor and just starts to arc uh, in between him. And he's actually floating, so it has, like, nowhere to ground out. Right. Um, and it just, like, he convulses and, like, falls to the ground, uh, still alive, but that allows the uh, energy to then uh, ground out into the floor. Um, but he is like smoking us. Uh, one of his tentacles actually like shriveled up in the in the heat and energy. I'll say, um, you've seen a Baron <laughs> Maiden show before. They're electric. He, he's like, I, I know. But it's his turn now. And um, uh, Tyler, you are closest to them to him. He is going to grab at you. Give me. Um, he doesn't know that you're uh, physically enchanted. 
He's gonna give yeah. He's gonna give a a melee. Uh, he's going to reach at you, uh, with his hands and um try to grab you. So what is your AC? It doesn't work. <laughs> he's rolled a two. Yep. Uh, so that's his first one, and the second one, um, he is going to try and shoot you with his mind blast, uh, which is um just a uh, intelligence saving throw. So give me another one. My forte. Everyone is intelligent. Sixteen. Oh, that's enough to um, uh, to save. Um, and you nothing happens. Uh, so this cone of uh, psychic energy washes over you, but you're able to steal yourself in your barbarian rage. Uh, and nothing happens to you. Oh, my flares supposed to be dangerous. They are. This is challenge rating seven, which is supposed to, means it's balanced for four level seven characters. You guys are four level five, and you're. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Expose my genitals as a free Oh, certainly, yes. Uh, and not on brand for us. Super off brand. And just because, and just because you guys are stomping him so much, I'm going to give him a free, uh, an extra action here. So he is going to cast a spell on. Um, make it random uh starting with jared he's number one so three <laughs> so it works because he was going to cast dominate dominate monster so he convinces you through magic to uh defend him not yeah um um lethally if needed so um well he he is casting an eighth level spell somehow um but you can't I don't have weapons. Oh, 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 you don't have bow and arrow? I gave him away, remember? Okay, <laughs> so he, he convinces you to throw yourself um, yeah. uh, bodily into uh, your your bandmates. I'll do that. And, uh... I will, uh, I will ineffectually paw at all of them. Okay. I like soft elf hands. <laughs> Give me uh, just a... Fingertips are pretty hard from the base. Give me um, two attack rolls, just a d20 plus your two hits modifier, whatever. Uh, 22... And a nine. Uh, and who is closest to you? Who would you? I'll leave it up to you to decide who you'd like to flail on. Probably Jared, because we were both pretty close to the guy. Okay. I'm just like, leave him alone. I'm assuming that hits. So give me, um, what is your uh, strength modifier? Plus one. Okay. So take uh, three points of damage, we'll say. Two is a little too little for how well you rolled. Um, so three points of damage. Um, and back up to the top of the order, uh, Jared and Leslie, you guys are up. I'm going to hit him with my axe again. All right. Can all this fruit be free? Um, <laughs> uh, fourteen. Just shy. Um, so your axe goes it again, but his armor uh scrapes against it. A, a couple sparks fly as it deflects the first attack. And again. Less than that. Uh, the second one, uh, he's able to flit out of the way as he's levitating. Uh, Leslie. He releases I'm the going ink to cloud cast Hold Person on Jim. Okay. Just settle him down. Sure. I never resist spells. Okay, so it works. So you. So that happens. Yeah. Uh, so you literally are uh, frozen in place, and you like topple over, uh, like if you were made of steel or something, kind of bounce a little bit. You are paralyzed That's for the duration, which is one minute. Deserve to be. Uh, so Evan, it's your turn. Are you ch choosing to do anything on your turn? I am laying on the ground. Because okay. I'm paralyzed. Well, you can try to resist if you'd like to. No. Okay. Perfect. Uh, over to Saker then. Not the elven way. <laughs> Jared, Jared, are you like screaming like better for all of us? Okay, I was gonna cast invisibility on you, but I think it would be wasted. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, I will ray of frost. Ray of frost. Natural twenty. That's it. All right, that's double damage. I yep. Roll the roll the damage dice twice. 
So it's 2d8 normally, so it's 4d8. So 3 and 5 Goodness. is 8. 6 is 14. And 2 is 16 damage. Okay. Uh, the Ray of Frost uh, just uh, starts to creep over his body, and you see the icicles forming. Um you see, like the the snowflake pattern, just like uh, spreading out, and he move, his movements become sluggish. Uh, he's still levitating, but he you can tell it's definitely taking a hold. He is not looking good at all. His speed is reduced by ten feet. For okay, um, and he is definitely looking very rough. Uh, it is his turn, uh, and he starts complaining in his mind. He's like, "No, <laughs> why? I why are you trying to kill me?" <laughs> You guys are so murderous. And he turns and starts floating away like a very slow speed because of the frost. <laughs> and he tries to cast a plane shift. Um, so he goes off into any aircraft. <laughs> gets into a 747. Uh, not quite first class, but it's a little better than coach. It's like one of the coach with the, the bigger the bigger leg room. Because um, it is the Southwest, so he gets two bags check-free. So he goes into the ethereal plane. Um, so you guys can see, like, a ghostly after image, like, almost like if, like, the ghost shows, like, oh, it's over there. It's over there now. Like, almost like uh, photos of him as he's, like, running away. Uh, so you can still see where he is, but you can tell he is in another plane now. Uh, is anybody doing... <laughs> uh, so you can't, like, physically hit him, um, but you can still see him. He's just in the ethereal plane. So you got are, are any... We're going to go out of initiative now. Are any of you doing anything to try and stop him, to catch him? I tried to... I start snapping my fingers around my exposed genitals just to get them to look. <laughs> and I'm waving them wildly. <laughs> Getting them to dance. To yeah, like it's, like it's an underwater coral. Uh, so he glances over in one of his little, like, uh, photo shots. It's like... Shh, <laughs> you can tell that he uh he looks over in the shots but then covers his eyes as he turns away thank you for explaining what you yes <laughs> i mean i would say cast like between planes right mm, i will depending on if you creatively use it i'm i may or may not allow it okay. give me your best shot just gonna use hold person again yeah, go ahead. Um, give me an arcana roll. This is outside of the normal use of the spell, but we'll say um, or you're trying or religion if you since you're a cleric, uh, whichever is higher. Twelve. Um, you can feel it. Uh, try to go over to the ethereal plane, but he is able to use since, since he's a mind flayer, his massive intellect uh, to overwhelm um, your your feeble spell cast. Does he look almost dead? Yes, very badly. I have something called meta magic. Okay. Um, which I have five points. And meta magic, like one of them is called extend spell, I can double spell duration. One of them is called distance spell, which I spend a point of my meta magic and I can double the range of a spell. Okay. So could I use this to reach into a different plane? Sure, definitely. Right. Double the cost on it, um, yeah. since it's the distance sure. of the planes. I point out too that he covered his eyes from my genitals, and I think that should confer some sort. Of oh sure, yeah, yeah. A bonus right? to attack, yeah. yeah okay. Give it an advantage, definitely. That hits. Yeah. Okay, so just make sure that I hit. So, so yeah, we'll say burn four points of your magic pool. Okay. Um, well, it normally costs one. You said double it? Yeah. So two. Uh, well, I'm going to take um, distance and what was the other one? Uh, extend spell. Like um, sure. We'll, we'll say the extension is uh, to burn through the barrier between the planes. Um, so just three then. Uh, so kill him? A four? And an eight for 12 He's damage. dead. Yeah. Yep. So he burns up. Uh, it, it's like a... a <laughs> no! Why did you murder me? I was just trying to hold. 
and his little picture crackles up like a like a film reel on fire. His charm wore off, Jim, now that he's dead. Why did you kill him? You know, his we charm... love you, Jim, and no one else can have you but us. <laughs> his spell no longer controls you. So you snap out of it, buddy. Again. Snap out of it. You have to love us he again. He didn't do anything to us. What? He, he, he shot he, us with psychic the first magic. Thing he yeah, did was it stunned us. us for a second. <laughs> it really hurt. <laughs> did the equivalent of like pepper spray on you. After you cut him a bunch. I would like. I would like to say that if someone pepper sprayed me in real life, I would punch them. <laughs> but would you try to kill them? Do death. Depends who's watching. That's true. You guys are like. If they pepper sprayed you and you knew you could kill them and get away with it, <laughs> We've dealt with no one would discover the crime. We just needed to give him some backstage passes. And it would have blown up. <sighs> it's fine. He's dead now, Jim. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm just the GM. I don't judge. I don't. <laughs> All right, quickly. We, we've got to find Andy and, and stop this. Thing. And In fact, you know what? This isn't real life. You're rewarded for it. You find 10 gold. All right. Only you, though. Because you killed him. More <laughs> I'm gonna reward you for your evil deed. <laughs> we find you find like a thousand gold coins worth of BNL. BNL maiden. BNL. You find you find like a, an old hairbrush of yours, uh, yeah, like, like an old toothbrush. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Uh. Stephen did. did He's got like a picture of himself with you at a concert. <laughs> Saying my best friend. All, all the hard Yeah. Yeah. An editing. So Stephen, Stephen gets Stephen gets to his feet uh, and says, "We have we have to go save the concert." Uh, Did he say anything about his plan? I mean, uh, Andy was just rambling, just saying like that you guys were stealing all of his uh, recognition, that he was the real talent, that he he had devoted his life to to studying the craft of composition and music, and. Uh, that you know he was going to create the song that that tore apart the universe. Um, he it was he almost seemed mad in his pursuit of this this magical craft. Wonderful. <laughs> Jim, what? I just pursued all in. <laughs> but uh, he, he he said he was heading back to the stadium to to perform the song himself. We have to stop him. Uh, okay. Uh, well, let's go then. I guess. I mean, we don't have to stop him. Yeah. Get him I mean, that's. I suppose that's true, yeah. Stephen is here now. He's the leader. Oh, yeah, Stephen. Oh. I think, I think... What should we do, Stephen? He's not the leader. Andy Cregan had his chance. He left the band willingly. We didn't try to make him stay. Uh... I said go after Andy too, right? Is that what you're gonna say? No, Steve, Steve is talking. Okay, I just... All right. You don't need to repeat him. We... The Bare Naked Maiden, reunited, need to take our shot. Need yeah. to show them what we can do in this fina this final yes. performance together. I'll follow you into hell, Stephen. Well, we're not going there on... Yes, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, we, did that cool, we did that cool tour down there. Was yes, really cool. it was excellent. We met some of those imps. Yeah, I, I thought... Oh, I wasn't there, so... <laughs> I mean, we met some, we met some imps from there. Half uh, of them were dead. Excellent. Why? I bet it was... It was you, wasn't it, Ed? It was Ed. Oh, and so you decided that, the you know, I'm going to defend myself. Okay, the threat's over. I'm going to shoot them in the head. Actually, what he did was poisoned them because he promised them a meal. And they calmed down. And then... This was all over. So it's cold-blooded murder. Anyway, we need to get to the... Yeah, we need to go. We can talk about this later. Okay. Just out later. I'm so glad you're back, Steve. It's good to be back. But only for this concert. We're all glad, Steve. Yeah, We're just, all glad. Just temporary. Hey, shut up.
Uh, okay, so you guys, uh, he, Steven, leading the charge, uh, takes you to the stadium, um, which I can't even remember what we named it. Shoebox. The shoebox. Uh, and it, shoebox it, it is, um, concert time was like 10 minutes ago, so you guys hear the, cr the crowd chanting, like, we want BNM, we want BNM. Uh, and you can see, like, there was an act before you that is, uh, um, better than Elminster. Yeah. Uh, they were warming up and they, they've been off stage for five minutes. They're like, yeah, we tried. Thank God you guys are here. We tried to keep them entertained, but you know, they obviously are here to see you, the reunited bands. Uh, and just as he says that you see in like a, a burst of magic, um, Andy Cregan, uh, like the front center stage um, where like, you know, it, it, the person would rise up into the center stage part. Uh, it bursts open and he flies forward <laughs> and he waves. Hello, brother. <laughs> Certainly. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, let's see here. Choose a creature object within range. Any spell third level or loader on the target ends. Um, so I don't know what levitate is off the top of my head. That's all he was doing basically. But, yeah, we'll say it was first or second, so he just falls, lands face first. Uh, and that's all on all of my third-level spells. And I okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. Uh, and he quickly dusts himself up, like, recovers like it was part of the act. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you on a journey beyond this pathetic mortal music. I have woven the notes of creation themselves from the universe. He's like reaching off as if he's grabbing something. And you can see like almost like cracks forming in the sky uh, a little bit. And uh, he starts like pulling and says, I will, I will take you on a journey to the outer planes themselves. I know the notes of creation, the sound that created the universe that binds it together. I'm pretty wrapped. Uh, and I will take you. And he, this, the cracks start opening up in like almost like fire in like weave, the weave itself seems to like breaking. I will take you on this journey. I am the real talent of the bare naked maidens. I was the, uh, you have been, fooled by them they are not the entertainment it is i andy cregan the true talent and he just starts like going off and he mumbles they're confused they're just like uh i kind of want to see the bare naked maidens play um yeah i one of some of the older fans are like i guess i liked the earlier works but uh, as he's as he's monologuing i'm casting true strike okay uh which basically just it gives me an understanding of his defenses so that I gain advantage on my next attack. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he is totally ignoring you guys, though. So. Sidle on the stage and begin to set up a nice sweet bass solo. No. Backing him up. Yeah. Okay. Jim, no, the mind player is dead. Jim. Justin Trudeau is dead. <laughs> and you see as he's uh, doing this. Band, guys. We're a band. We stick together. Come on, everybody on stage. Let's do this. He's trying to it's end the... It's a reunite. What better way to go out? Can it's I... not like we're going to put out any more good CDs. <laughs> oh, no. Can I cast Let's uh, do it. Command? Let's do it. Yes, certainly. Okay, you have to understand. Cast... On Andy? On Andy. Okay. Uh... He needs to make a saving throw, I'm assuming. Okay. He does pretty well, but it might still impact him. He's wisdom saving throw. I see it. You beat him. <laughs> you beat him. But I, I still want to, because it still might impact him in some regard. So uh, I just wanted to tell him silence. Okay. Um, he obeys. He stops speaking 
and starts pulling this this horrible it's like eldritch music almost it's just like horrible music that is just like assaults your ears baseline yeah but oh but the baseline uh so your ears would be bleeding but the baseline is uh counteracting it and and keeping the from dealing any actual damage but the crowd is like hands over their ears just like screeching just like this is terrible what is this and uh you can see that the notes are coming out of these cracks in the sky and they're starting to almost like weave their way around him as he starts to like he's not like growing to a giant but he is increasing in size like his features are warping his he he's not a giant but uh <laughs> you can see like uh like a third eye opens up on his head uh, a, 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 um, not a third eye a third ear opens up he's heard the true notes what is Steven doing? Steven is um he is like looking at you guys like he's like we gotta stop this okay he's not going out with you no this is I, I totally understand why um, I keep having to look at the names I keep I understand why Jim he's he's a musician first and foremost but these people are suffering we have to stop this Jim, you keep doing what you're doing. I'm not going to try and make you go against yourself. Steven, you're so much better than I. <laughs> no, what? Uh, I feel like I'm part of a band again. So if you'd like, uh, Evan, you can actually play Steven Page since your character will be backing. Um, hey, guys. So, <laughs> Is that your Steve voice? So you are now Steven Page, the character. Throwing dirt. <laughs> <laughs> so Andy Cregan is probably like a um, 10 feet tall now with like uh, his hands and arms and features are warping with this this primordial like eldritch music quote unquote that's infusing him uh, and he is not speaking because of your silence command but this this music is just like bleeding out uh and with a shatter um the reality shatters these two like floating orbs they're probably about the size of like um 15 feet across in, in diameter but they're spheres and they start like levitating up in the sky around the audience in like a circular motion and you can see one of them is like um red and one of them is like ice blue um and for each of them a a on the stage on on the right and left hand side there are magic circles that like bl emblazon into uh being and they start glowing with uh power um but go ahead and roll initiative for me on this Cregan boss fight. The Cregan. <laughs> the Cregan. It says in big bold letters. Uh, okay, uh, Leslie. Three. Three. Jared. Nineteen. Nineteen. Evan. Sixteen. Saker. Fourteen. Fourteen or four D. <laughs> uh, and the Cregan rolled. Let me write that down there like that. The Cregan. Uh, he rolled this number. So. All right. No. Uh, up first is Jared. Is the stage already set with instruments? Yes. Not your instruments, but uh, we'll say there were backup instruments. Uh, so they are not nearly as good versions of your own. But you have your instrument now. Oh, I was going to say, we have our instrument. Oh, yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run up to the stage and put down my drum kit. Okay. And I'm just going to start playing something. Okay. Um, a beat. why are you playing? Not, I'm not asking like out of game. Uh, why is your character playing this music? Because I think that the only way to counteract this is to outplay them with one of our hits. Okay. Yeah. As uh, go ahead and give me a perform check, uh, at advantage. 
because this is your your being your soul 22 okay that's more than enough yeah you start playing this this deep um uh this incredible uh percussion backing uh going along with jim's uh bass line and it, it, you can see that the this like energy is pouring in from the shattered openings in the sky where these two orbs uh, came, and uh, it starts to like waver a little bit. Uh, and you can see the Kriegan uh, kind of like shudders for a second, but he closes his eyes and like and like just starts like um uh, no, 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 yeah pretty no. much uh, and forces his will to uh, maintain the stream of energy that's coming through these shattered portals. Uh, but you can see that it, it, it has weakened a little bit. Uh, so, Evan, you're next. I will uh, do a full... As Steven Page. Yeah, do a full-on sprint up to the stage, like run right past the Cregan and like do one of those like... Uh, um, Rockstar slides? Rockstar <laughs> slide into the microphone. I'll do a Steven Page kick. So uh -huh. High kick. Yes. <laughs> I grab the microphone like Axl Rose and just hug it close and uh, start singing. Okay. Give me a uh, perform check Which at advantage song? as well. Which song? Probably. Ah, so, so, so. There's the lyrics, buddy. <laughs> it's gonna be a big moment in this podcast. And Tyler I met you. And Tyler fall over him and get the fuck on the stage. <laughs> you. And Tyler, we're even saying like your your percussion bit and the the bass bit of um of. Uh, Jim uh, was kind of just like a generic intro. Like, you know, when the band is warming up in the beginning, um, they're not quite committed to a song yet, but they're still just like performing a little bit. So that's what they were doing. And they roll right into this naturally as if no time had passed since Steven had left the band. Uh, they roll right into the beginning of this part and it's just the uh, bass and drums or percussion uh, start to it. Uh, so, and then we go over to Saker, uh, Ed. Yeah, I, I, I start walking on the stage, playing my lute, and I start harmonizing with Steven on the, uh, you were wrong. I go, ooh, la, 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 ooh, la, 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 ooh, la, 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 ooh. Give me a performance. Uh, 17. 17. Uh, perfect. So with the new vocals and, uh, Ed Robertson's, uh, uh, harmony and backing, um, you can see uh, one of the, the, the orbs, these uh, red and uh, ice blue orbs, begins to crack. Uh, and you can see the Cregan, he's like sweating profusely. Uh, and you can see he like is reaching up to it as, as almost as, as if he were grabbing for it. And he like is crushing his hand. The, the veins are bulging out of his arms. I yell, you were right, Jim. It's killing him. <laughs> Good job. And he and you can hear the Cregan finally breaks his silence. What is that? I control the power of the notes. I control the weave of music, not you. It's uh, all been done before. <laughs> it's all, it's all been done before, and the people are sick of it. I will show them something new. And he, uh, with his other hand, grabs the other orb, uh, and and wings it around. He's doing these motions like he's controlling him. Um, what was the uh, the the Tom Cruise movie where he's doing all the hand motions oh. to? Minority. He's doing that, but so like he's doing them, but you know the orbs are in much grander scale, uh, mirroring him. So he whips his hand over, and one of the orbs comes over, and uh, it's almost like a, a a speaker. It starts shaking, and you can see like these sound waves emitting from it. Uh, and the people directly underneath it start, you can see like, uh, blood starting to trickle from their eyes and nose as he's affecting it. And he starts moving it across the audience, almost as if it's raining down on this audience. And they're just, they're starting to, uh, take damage from this. The front rows though, 
um, which were all fans that you guys selected the night of the performance. You don't sell the first couple rows uh, in typical fashion. You hand it out to the true fans. Uh, They're all fine. In fact, you can see that they've like stopped clutching their ears and they're starting to enjoy it. They're starting to snap and dance along and sing along to the lyrics that Stephen Page has uh, given them. And uh, But yeah, the Cregan starts raining this devastation down on like the back rows. Uh, and that's his turn. So Leslie, over to you. What is Kevin doing? Kevin is going to go up and start playing as he's as he's sort of walking out fast. Mm -hmm. But then he's gonna go over and uh, with one hand keep playing the like I keep forgetting what the hell it's Keytar. called. Keytar. Keytar. Thank you. The other he's going to pat Ed on the shoulder and sort of give him like like an encouraging nod. Yeah. And he's gonna cast guidance. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and guidance is you touch one willing creature. Uh, once before the spell ends, the creature can roll a d4 and add the number roll to one ability check. Okay. So you go ahead and add that to perform. Cool. Sure. And give me a performance check of your own at advantage. 19. Perfect. Uh, so you bring in the final um, piece of the, the musical puzzle, and this music just... Um, Almost, you see like energy reverberating off each of you. It flows between all of you and is built up in each with each piece of it. And it finally like lances out and just cuts one of these orbs in half. Uh, and it crumbles and it doesn't actually like physically crumble. Like it starts disappearing into the ether or whatever uh, as it crumbles. So it almost looks like a, a visual effect of like sparkling on the crowd. And they and it happens at the moment all four of us or five of us in harmony go and yeah it's uh so you get the first woo hoo hoo and it cuts the orb in half and it starts uh and then it starts uh, crumbling and then we get the second one and it lances out and cuts the, the other one uh cuts the second one uh and then it, it you guys uh come together in the the final uh i think there's a yeah the, the third one and that one just lances forward in a, a, a blast of energy that takes the Kriegan and just shoots him off. And he's just like flying off into the sky, just like, no! Uh, you see like uh, his arms and limbs, which were bulbous and disgusting, start like exploding in flame um, as he is just shot out of the stadium. Um, and you can see the effects immediately counteracted. The crowd that was being hurt by it is actually like healed by this glorious music. Uh, and Read this one at Andy. <laughs> <laughs> and he is uh, in. You guys uh, come together in the final. It's all been the. It's all been done. And that's when he just explodes out in the sky. Uh, but you do see his uh, broken form, uh, his human form falling. Yes, uh, his elven form falling out of the sky, and he lands somewhere else in uh, Waterdeep. Um, yes, uh, and he just—he uh, is like screaming these terrible screeching noises uh, as he tumbles broken into the city. But the crowd, uh, in their in their fury, in their uh, joy, in their ecstasy, is just going insane. They are giving you applause. They are into this. This is the best. Uh, BNM concert they've ever seen, and We've ever done. it's the best one you've ever done. 
Uh, but you guys, with this en- enchanted performance, just completely you shatter all records. You know, the, the best concert ever, the mo- most proceeds ribbon. Because it was all for charity, of course. <laughs> yeah, the record. <laughs> yeah. Uh, most proceeds and a single performance. Because this was all for charity, of course. Longest concert ever. <laughs> yeah. 19 hours. <laughs> There's 14 encores. Oh, and, but you guys play your entire discography or whatever. Oh, the. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> yes uh but you guys all come together with reunited with steven um and you bring and uh you're given your lifetime achievement award because i can't remember what they're yeah you're, you're given your juno award by by uh by the the leader of Waterdeep, who i think is uh kelvin blackstaff um <laughs> A D and D name there comes out personally and hands it to you and says, "I wasn't even going to come to this, but." <laughs> and then I jump right into the water deep rap. Yeah. And freestyles a rap, and it's not good. People. But. Well, here I am in water deep. We're not quiet. We're making a beep. We're the bare naked maidens. We love it a lot. We are here sleeping on some cots in the inn. It's called one little sip. We like to go on a cruise ship and do a little concert. It's lots of fun. Bare naked maidens are number one. Yay! Yay. And the crowd applauds. Uh, they spend the next two days applauding, even after you've gone off stage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you all come together. You have saved the day. You've taken out the Cregan and come together for the most ultimate concert as the Bare Naked Maidens ever. And uh, you all learn a little something about each other in the process. Beautiful. Yes. Uh, Graham, thank you so much for doing this Yes. That was so nice. Do you have, uh, Graham, do you have anything to plug before we get out of here? I have absolutely nothing. Nice. (laughs) But I I can't wait to hear what Evan has to plug. Oh, boy. We'll get to it. Jared, how about you? Um, I'd like to plug the Crypto Naturalist podcast. Can you do just one second of Crypto Naturalist? I sure can. Sager. Thank you. That's all I needed. I need something to sustain me. Uh, Yeah, go check out Crypto Naturalist. Leslie? Uh, I have poems and short stories up on lesliejanderson.com. Cool. And Evan. Evan, what do you have to plug? <laughs> this is Graham's favorite part of the show. He's been so excited. Evan, there was one episode where you didn't plug anything. Like, uh, yeah, that part. But I mean, but Saker didn't ask you to plug anything. And I knew. <laughs> He texted me the next day and said, you forgot to ask Evan to plug anything. So what are you plugging this week, buddy? Get off, man. Just fuck off. Just, oh. just, just, just plug, plug just my plug website again. Please. It's the best part. <laughs> Not as suffering, but... This is... Everyone's teaming up on you now. I gotta give Graham what he wants, which is me to suffer. Oh. <laughs> I guess people are happy about it. He up, he's like... I'll run on one condition that he <laughs> looks up at the end and he will get upset. Well, thank you all for coming. And what do you got to plug, Saker? Wait, I don't know. We don't care. Yeah, we, don't yeah, we don't care. care. Yeah, I have a band. I have a podcast. Barely. That's cool. That's anyway, <laughs> at Been Done Pod, you can get with us or email us. Uh, uh, it's all Been Done Podcast at gmail.com. I'm Saker. And I'm Evan. And I'm Leslie. And we'll see you in... No! Sorry. I'm Jared. And I'm Graham. And we'll see you again in... I won't see you guys again. (laughs)